Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. You know, just when you think things couldn't take a turn any worse for one franchise, this happens earlier today, and we will get into it here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. That guy is Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. But wherever you are taking part in this program, we appreciate you hanging out with us here and making us part of your Saturday. It is May 1st. May is here. The draft is still here. We've got the Kentucky Derby. But all of that pay- in comparison to the story of the weekend in the NFL. And you're probably thinking to yourself, what is it, Aaron Rodgers? Are we talking about Aaron Rodgers? Is it all the quarterback moving and shaking uh, from around the NFL draft? No, no, no. I'm talking about the performance of note. And that was the performance of a guy who you heard on Fox Sports Radio on Thursday night. Absolutely hit it out of the park here with his draft coverage. I've seen him bright and early when I'm working out on Fox Sports 1 uh, doing a First things first. I see him on Speak for Yourself. I see him on Undisputed. He's all over the TV. He's been all over the radio. He's been all over NFL Network. He's been all over Fox. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't want to do this every week, but it is deserving in a week like this. I present to you my guy, Bucky What up, Jonas? The storyline of the uh, – let me just – I'm not saying this 
because I want to ball wash you on the air. All right, that's okay. the last thing I want to do. But I'm a loyal guy, and I like to call it how it is. And I'll just simply say this. I texted you the night you were doing Fox Sports Radio's draft coverage. You were unbelievable. You guys did an outstanding job. You, Jay Glazer, Kevin Burkhart, uh, uh, LeVar Arrington, all of you guys killed it week uh, night one of the draft. Then I see it the very next morning on Fox Sports 1. You've been hustling. You've been grinding. And I think you've done a hell of a job, my man. Man, I appreciate it, Jonas. I, I, I do appreciate it. Like, that's it's always good. Like, when the, the, the text and, you know, you're my man, 50 grand. So I appreciate it. Here's what I will say, though. <laughs> about Thursday and the draft and which was great one um, been dying for the opportunity to do it. Right. And so to be in the lab with Kevin Burkhardt, Jay Glazer, LeVar Arrington, and just the natural chemistry that kind of popped when we were kind of going through it. But let me tell you that Jay Glazer Glazer knows everything. everything. I mean, he knew stuff ahead of time. He was feeding it. He, I mean, he is on it. Always knew that he was arguably the best insider in the league. But the guy, I mean, people are t- texting him from the room, telling him what's about to happen. And I'm like, and how, like, how, how do you get wired in like that? <laughs> no kidding. You know? And so it was a lot of fun. The draft is always fun. But those guys made it a ton of fun. It was great. It was great to do it on Fox. Yeah. Great. No, you guys did an awesome job. It's It's been a wild draft. There's plenty to get into when it comes to just the draft and, and some of the moves that have been made. But we must start with the story uh, that feels like it's not going to go anywhere for quite some time. And it's the story in Green Bay uh, between Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Now, you guys talked about this on Thursday night. Again, a phenomenal job. Jay Glazer being the guy sharing information about Aaron Rodgers and how unhappy he was with the Green Bay Packers. Reports of Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers wanting out of Green Bay. Reports of him, uh, you know, uh, you know, flirting and saying, "Hey, what about the 49ers? What about a trade here?" Then we hear the stuff about it's the Broncos, it's the Raiders, it could be the 49ers. Now we're hearing they're not going to trade him in conference, so maybe it's one of these other teams. And then Brian Gutenkust comes out, uh, the Packers general manager, and says, "We're not trading him at all. Uh, you know, we 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 are committed to Aaron Rodgers, whatnot." And then another report comes out earlier today, Bucky, that says Aaron Rodgers wants Gutenkust out of Green Bay. He wants him fired. He doesn't want anything to do with him. And then he goes to the Kentucky Derby, which, by the way, we're going to make our Kentucky Derby picks. And if you think we know what we're talking about, we don't. We draw from a hat, literally oh, on the air. Oh, I, I, I know what I'm talking about. I'm winning okay, it this well, year because I'm focused. I'm focused. Okay. I've been paying attention. <laughs> like Most years when I come in, I don't know the horses' names. But now I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. I am so ready to you, go. So you had two you had two screens up. One was the draft and all the draft coverage, and the other was the Kentucky Derby. Listen, some people can multitask. I can't. So Bucky at least knows what he's talking about when it comes to the Derby. But Rodgers is there at Churchill Downs. He's at the Derby, and he doesn't want to go on camera to do an interview with Mike Tirico and NBC. But mm-hmm. Mike Tirico shares a message in, in his conversation with Aaron Rodgers in which he expressed, you know, he was disappointed um, with how this news got made public. Um, you know, he reiterated a couple of times that he loves Green Bay, <laughs> loves the fans, loves the franchise. But he did acknowledge there is an issue with the front office. But again, he wouldn't go on the air, but he gave that information to Mike Tirico to go on the air with, which means this story's real. There's clearly an issue but i ask you this what the hell do we do now like wh- where do we stand now with rogers and the packers i mean look it's much ado about nothing right um 
I will, I will say this because typically what happens in these situations, Jonas, whenever there's a disgruntled star, a lot of it can be solved if you add a little money. If you add a little cheese to the burger, it can, it can make everybody happy, right? <laughs> and so at the core, some of this has to do with the contract. You know, the contract that he signed a while ago that made him the highest-paid quarterback has since been surpassed. You know, he's now looking up at Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. Those guys are making $7 million annually, more than he is each year. And it's frustrating, I'm sure, for him when he's like, I'm the MVP. I'm balling out of control. I should be paid as the best quarterback in football. I want to get a little correction. But the other thing that is coming out, and this is coming to me via Jay Glazer. So I'm just – Glaze is over here saying, when the Packers picked Jordan Love, they didn't give him the heads up. They didn't give him the courtesy like, hey, just want to let you know we're about to draft a quarterback in the first round. Whether you're upset or not, you have to make the courtesy call, right? And they didn't make the courtesy call. And so because they didn't give him the respect of letting him know, he was surprised by it. And it's hard to overcome some of those things. You have to give the franchise quarterback, particularly one of his stature, you got to give them the heads up. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers called Tom Brady to let him know that they were bringing Kyle Trask in, a second-round pick, who we know is not going to challenge Tom Brady for the quarterback one spot. But common courtesy is pick up the phone and let them know what's about to go down. They okay. don't want surprises. But but here's here's the thing. Now, I'm not going to ask you this question. I'll just out myself here. Back in my, my younger days, um, you know, I have cheated in a relationship. I'm just being honest with you, right? I'm, nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm clearly not. I was young, basically a teenager, and I cheated in a relationship. You know what I didn't do before I cheated in that relationship? I didn't go to my current girlfriend and say, hey, just a heads up. I'm going to fool around later. Just, just letting you know. I'm going to fool around later. It happened, and then we had the discussion afterwards. So what was So if Green Bay had gone to Aaron Rodgers and said, hey, we're moving up in the draft to take Jordan Love. How would that conversation have even gone? Like, I, 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 I think he great. would. I don't know, great. man. I mean, it would have been uncomfortable, but at least, you know what you're saying, Jonas? At least you know. <laughs> at least you know. You can't be mad at not knowing. At least you know. Hey, I'm just letting you know I'm about to go on spring break. What does that mean? We have spring spring break rules are in full effect. <laughs> yes. Yeah, listen, uh, there is something to spring break. You know, like you don't. Even, <laughs> it's it's one of those things to where you don't even need it to be danger to a relationship. It's like nobody calls them tissues; they call them Kleenex, right? You know, they've just <laughs> like they've got they they've got they have trademarked that. It's like nobody calls it MMA; they call it UFC. Um, you know, nobody really calls it football. They, you know, they for the most part they call it the NFL. So nowadays, nobody really calls it cheating. They just call it spring break. You know, we're going on spring break. Like that. That's that. that that's how this is going to go. But Aaron Rodgers clearly not happy. He's bothered by the situation. Contra- like contractually, does it make any sense? For them to move on, because this other the other part of this that's come out now is that well, Rogers has talked about maybe retiring. Um, you know, there's the uh, you know the Jeopardy gig is out there. He'll give up his Ian Rappaport was saying earlier he he'll gladly give up his signing bonus if it means you know he doesn't have to come back to Green Bay. And it, 
I I don't I just don't know how this gets figured out and both these sides come to terms on on let's just go through with this because this feels like if he can't do an interview at the Kentucky Derby when people are there to watch horse racing and they want to ask him about it what the hell do you think is going to happen when you approach the season? Like, it's going to be the talk of Green Bay, much mm. like it was when, when Brett Favre decided he wanted to retire and then come back, and that hijacked all the headlines there. I just so – I, I don't know so how this there, plays. Here, here's the thing that may be irritating for us and for the team. So the intermediaries are doing Aaron Rodgers talking, right? Sources say Tarico spends it, this and that. But we haven't heard Aaron Rodgers put his name to it, right? We haven't heard him say, hey, look, I'm unhappy. I don't like this. I don't like the, 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 the fact that they took the guy, that I feel disrespected. None of that. So, number 12, put your name on it. Like, just say, hey, I'm unhappy because of blankety, blankety, blank, and it needs to be rectified. Then we can go. But, like, this, this stuff – that we're getting from back channels and all this other stuff. Like, hey, man, let, let's go. Let's let's be out there. Like, if you're going to be bold enough to kind of say it and say it in the way where you want people fired, well, let's, you know, let's make it happen. It, you know, it, I mean, maybe it's too much MMA watching for me. I, I kind of want to see some resolutions. Listen, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, listen, we, we don't need you to know? talk about MMA right now because the, the fact oh, of the matter yeah, is, you I, got, yeah. You guy got slipped. <laughs> you <guy> got <laughs> slipped. But let me tell you something. Uh, that right hand that Usman landed, like I, I mm. he knocked me over, and, and I was, <laughs> and I was on the West Coast when it happened. Like that was a cannon shot. And the second he landed, I was like, there it goes. And the first thing I thought of was, why did we have to end the show with Bucky, in which I said I like Masvidal to win? Why couldn't the show have ended thirty no, seconds no, no, earlier without giving out a bad? No, pick? I, li- I like the fact that you called your shot. To me, that was bold. It was bold and bodacious. You trying to call your shot yeah um bold and bodacious uh by the way aaron Rodgers. uh we're on the mount rushmore um maybe we need time to think about this most passive aggressive athletes in sports aaron Rodgers has got to be on the mount rushmore right i mean he's I mean, at least he's, in the top four i mean he's definitely in the conversation yeah to be i think he's abe sure. lincoln i don't know if he's george washington but i think he's abe lincoln <laughs> I, I i i think he's at least abe uh, on the mount rushmore of passive aggressive in sports but we will uh maybe come up with those rankings at some point during the course of the show by the way we mentioned uh bucky brooks's work on fox sports radio for the draft on thursday and our draft coverage here on fox sports radio is all brought to you by netsuite you're still running your business on quickbooks more like quicksand the bigger your company grows the faster you sync with outdated software. Right now, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program. That's special financing at netsuite.com slash draft, netsuite.com slash draft. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, though. Why did this go down the way that it did when it came to a quarterback in the draft? We'll get the answers for you here on FSR. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us here on the iHeartRadio app. We're going to take you all the way up until 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Coming up later on this hour, we are going to draw from a hat on the air our Kentucky Derby picks. Uh, Bucky Brooks has been studying the Kentucky Derby. He's been hanging out with jockeys all week. Uh, He he has gone to Churchill Downs in a private jet with Aaron Rodgers. Now he's on on his way back. He's now back uh, in the Fox Sports Radio studios, uh, but we will have our uh, our Kentucky Derby picks uh, coming up later on uh, in the hour. I have no idea uh, who uh, who I am going to, to grab with this pick. It's all drawn from a hat here, and then we just roll with what we roll with. So uh, there's that. Uh, by the way, Bucky Brooks, uh, a North Carolina Tar Heel, you being a great North Carolina Tar Heel, is just off the board. Daz Newsom out of North Carolina has just been taken in the sixth round by the Chicago Bears. So how about that? That little North Carolina love for you. How about that? I'm excited about it. Daz Newsom. We saw Deami Brown go early. Um, you have to like that, but I know Chicago because Chicago has a little tug on your heart with Justin Fields, um, Tevin Jenkins, and now Daz Newsom. You have to be yeah. good about the Bears now. You you no. might have to dust off some of that old stuff that you used to wear. Yeah, I mean, you know, just the the problem is Matt Nagy and uh, Ryan Pace are still there. Like that's that's just the only uh, that's the only other issue. Uh, but uh, but you know, we will. Uh, there's there's all sorts of fun stuff to get into with the Justin Fields conversation. Um, the conversation I want to have with you is something that we've talked about um, several weeks in a row here because it felt like we got a new piece of information every single week when it came to what the 49ers were going to do at three, and we had heard. Uh, you know, Mac Jones was the guy, makes all the sense. Kyle Shanahan wants a guy like that in his offense. Mac Jones, perfect fit. And it's not just that these came out from, you know, people just starting rumors on on the internet. This was, you know, guys like Chris Sims. Um, You know, Mike Lombardi was a guy who had been out in front of this. Adam Schefter had discussed it. And so the discussion was that the 49ers at three were going to take Mac Jones. You and I had talked about it several weeks in a row, had the conversation. And then lo and behold, they go with Trey Lance. 
So where did the Mac Jones stuff start from, and why did Trey Lance just end up being the pick? Because it made it seemed to make all the sense if you factor in what they traded in order to move up to that spot when you looked at Mac Jones, and he might even be available if, at their original pick. But here we are, Bucky Brooks. Trey Lance ends up being the guy uh, at number three for the 49ers who clearly saw his ceiling as the benefit and the advantage he had over Mac Jones. Look, I, I think this was a – a situation where they went back and forth between Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Um, Mac Jones gave Kyle Shanahan potentially what he's always wanted, which was, you know, the pocket quarterback. I mean, which is what he's always had. Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, um, even Jimmy Garoppolo to a lesser extent. Trey Lance gave him something different. Trey Lance is a little more Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson type where maybe you can expand your playbook and do some different stuff that you haven't really done since RG3. And so when I look at this, I believe this is a perfect storm for this offense, meaning they can still run the running game that they've always wanted while also being able to use the quarterback run game and mixing in some of the bootleg stuff, some of the drop back stuff, uh, play action, all of those things. And so, um, it's interesting, man. It's a very unique um, opportunity for the 49ers to take their offense to the next level. I look at the situation, and, and now that we have all the information out and, and everything has been revealed, I just, like, where did the Mac Jones stuff come from? Like, I don't I, – I, look, I could be dead wrong, wrong on this, but the idea that the 49ers – traded all of that to move up in the draft with the idea that they were going to take Mac Jones and then somehow Trey Lance at his second pro day completely changed their opinion on who they were going to take with their quarterback at number three. I just don't buy it. I think Trey Lance was the pick all along, Bucky. I, I think he, I think he was the guy they had targeted all along. I think they probably had a conversation with Robert Sala just to make sure, hey, who are you going with? You're taking Zach Wilson. That's fine. I think Trey Lance was always the guy. I just don't know where this Mac Jones stuff came from. And why was it even necessary to have Mac Jones in the conversation if you knew you weren't going to take him? I don't understand. Like, like uh, what, was the, what was the benefit? Well, there are a couple of different things. One, on the outside, we were kind of speculating on trying to connect the dots, right? Trying to connect the dots between who is going to come off the board and do all this other stuff, Right. And so when you go back and you look at the history, you're saying, well, Kyle Shanahan has always had this type of quarterback. So surely he's going to get a quarterback that fits his prototype, fits his model. <laughs> right. And so that's what we were doing because we're doing the mock draft game on the outside, whereas maybe we really didn't know or have enough intel in the building. And then maybe Kyle Shanahan and people inside the 49ers organization that decided it would be fun to send everybody on a wild goose chase, you know, <laughs> to think about, hey, you know what? This week, let's float out something about Justin Fields. So now everyone can run around and adjust their mock drafts and put Justin Fields in there. Hey, no, it's really Mac Jones. Let's go back and put Mac Jones in there. And so they did a great job of, I mean, keeping the conversation going because the Jets didn't go through that. It was squashed early. We didn't have yeah. any debate about Zach Wilson at all because they didn't entertain us like that. They didn't want, they didn't see like, Hey, you know, maybe we, Nope. Zach Wilson is the pick. Whereas Kyle Shanahan was willing to play along a little more. Do you buy the story that was out that the, the, the organization was split 
that some of them wanted Mac Jones, but it was Kyle Shanahan who wanted his guy and that they weren't exactly on the same page and ultimately it ended up being Trey Lance as the guy. I don't even buy that story. I think everybody was in, in unison on this. I just I, I don't buy this stuff now looking back. I don't I don't I don't see um, I think it's a situation where this was Kyle Shanahan's pick. Kyle Shanahan is the head coach and the coordinator. He's the play caller. He ultimately is the one that needs the quarterback to make the plays come to life. And so he wanted more athleticism. He wanted to be able to look at the quarterbacks in the division, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, and Kyler Murray, and believe that he had an opportunity to not have the worst quarterback in the division. And so when you look at the athletic quarterbacks that have been able to have success in the system, I'm sure he's a full believer because let's just think of it this way. Lesser athletes, lesser talents, Jerry Goff, Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins yeah. have killed it in the system. We've seen what an athletic guy like Aaron Rodgers, not saying that Trey Lance is Aaron Rodgers, but an athletic guy who's older in the system has crushed it in that system. I just believe that he's more apt to be like, you know what, man, we can do so many different things with a legitimate threat that can run coming out the back door, not just to read quarterback design run game, but also the bootleg come out the back door part of the offense that really can be utilized. And also, I think people like to go back in time and look at the Matt Ryan season and go, well, you know, Matt Ryan was an MVP under Kyle Shanahan. Man, that was a long time ago. I don't know if anybody's seen Matt Ryan take a sack in the last two years, uh, but but it literally looks like uh, uh, the part where Lieutenant Dan gets knocked out of his wheelchair. Like it, it like he just fall, like collapses down to the ground. Uh, like it, it, it's awkward, it's uncomfortable, and I I just I wonder if Kyle Shanahan realized. All right, I've tried everything. All right, when it comes to these quarterbacks that I've had, these quote-unquote system quarterbacks, whatever you want to call them, I've tried it all. I want to roll the dice with a guy who's got that high ceiling, with a guy who's got the ability to go to the next level. We saw Andy Reid do it when he when he took Alex Smith, who had a great season, and said, we got to move forward and we need to take a chance on a guy who may be able to get us over the hump. And I just wonder if Kyle Shanahan saw Andy Reid do it in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, and maybe that's the thought process here. Maybe he's oh. he's gotten as high as he possibly can with those type of quarterbacks. Oh, I believe so. I believe he is very – I believe he's scarred by what he experienced on the field in the Super Bowl and watching Patrick Mahomes. And not necessarily Patrick Mahomes' talent, arm talent, but the way Patrick Mahomes was able to extend plays and just do the extra stuff, right? The extra stuff is really why Kansas City knocked off the San Francisco 49ers. And so if you're sitting there and you're Kyle Shanahan and you've lost this way, and, man, it pains you. And then you're looking at – because I want to say they played the Buffalo Bills last year, and he saw Josh Allen have a game, Yeah. you know. And he talked about Josh Allen, and he's talked about some of the, the new things. I found a quote from either a year ago or maybe two years ago where he said, the, new, the perfect quarterback in this game now is going to be a guy who is a mix of Drew Brees and Lamar Jackson. And so when you begin to hear him talk about – the athletic quarterback or the mobile quarterback and those things, you now have a greater sense of, you know, he may be changing his tune. He may be changing his tune in terms of what he wants at the position. And so I believe he's just trying to modernize this offense as they move forward uh, in San Francisco. 
And, and you were right. Uh, so they play the Niners played the Bills last season, and I, I do believe that that there's something to this. That when you see two players next to each other on the field, and it's obvious one guy is so much more physically gifted than the other, I think I, I think it gets people thinking. And the quarterback the Niners started that day was Nick Mullins against Josh Allen. Look, Nick Mullins has played good football in the NFL. But when you're on the same field in comparison to Josh Allen, I mean, it's night and day. And Nick Mullins had had a decent day that day. He had a couple of picks, but he had he had an okay day. Josh Allen was unbelievable. He, he four <laughs> touchdowns, no picks. He was running all over the. He was uh, making plays, throwing the ball deep downfield. Uh, Diggs had a monster day. Cole Beasley had 130 yards in that game. So I just, I, I do think that maybe Shanahan's looked around and gone. You know what, man? Like. Uh, Dating the seven is cool. I wouldn't <laughs> mind. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing how the other side lives, you know, with, with, with eight I mean, and above. And maybe that's I mean, I like her. I mean, I, I, I like when she dresses up and she has the heels on it's and true. the makeup and all that. Yeah, but, you that's know, true. Some, sometimes I, I like to just wake up and see it and be like, oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. Fresh out the bed, fine. <laughs> and then other times you're like, "Hey, uh, what's with the yoga pants?" You know, it's like this is this is uh, one of those situations. So Kyle Shannon has identified that, and they've uh, they've made the move, and Trey Lance is their quarterback of the future. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up uh, here in the next several minutes on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to have later on this hour our Kentucky Derby picks. We're going to draw from a hat on the air, and you will try and decide. Who's got the best chance to win the Kentucky Derby as a member of this show? We'll have that for you here later on in the hour. But for all the latest from around the world of sports elsewhere, ladies and gentlemen, the gas man, David Gascon. Say it again, mommy. You know what, man? You, cash man. Yeah, the gas man. <laughs> Jonas, this has How been much a gas you need. This has been a uh, roller coaster of emotions over the last uh, forty-eight to seventy-two hours, man. Why is that? Because the Broncos took that uh, that offensive lineman from uh, Wisconsin, well, you uh, know, Whitewash I, or whatever I, his name I, is. Uh, our our draft show on Thursday night was a lot of fun, and uh, it was the first time in here with uh, with Kevin Burkhart, who was great, by the way. I oh, uh, listen. I was listening to Burkhart transition in and out of topics and go to breaks and i was like oh so that's why i'm on the weekends he's good man he's good <laughs> oh, now i get it kevin's that's fantastic a, another level there okay i got you you know Very good. B- bucky was shining bright bucky pre-draft was was brighter on on twitter with the uh with a commentary on on uh, aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, I, oh i didn't see the oh did, it was you, good. did you stir the pot yeah it was oh, good so man it, look so jonas it's been a very eventful week for me. Yeah, I got Lamar Jackson who wants to fight me, evidently. He wants to box um, because of something that I said on TV about the Baltimore Ravens potentially graduating from him. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Rob Parker like didn't like that either. He took exception to it. Yeah, he, wow. he didn't like that. And then I got the Aaron Rodgers fans wow. upset at me because I was like, look, this is about the money. And I, I feel like – I feel like – Bucky and I got together last night cerebrally just because Javante Williams got picked up by the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Now, for as much flack as I gave him with North Carolina this season, mm. Williams oh, and Michael him. Carter were absolutely fantastic. Now you need him. 
Now you need we him. We need him. Now you're going to change it. You're going to change yeah. it too. But I do feel like in some ways, like Bucky is a a, um, a terrorist. Um, when you have when you when you have when you have a head football coach running the score up late in the fourth quarter on Taft High School and, and throwing the football with less than a minute hey, to play, I really don't feel good about society right we now, Jonas. Like yeah, he was going about? four and five wide, and he got to fifty six no. points in late in the fourth quarter. No, this is if not. Anything you would appreciate this, Gascon. We put our starting center at tailback oh in the last quarter. No, you didn't. And he got eight carries. No, you didn't. Hold on a sec. All right. So like Jerome Bettis in the backfield. All right. All right. Hold on. So for, for people that are that are unfamiliar with the program, Bucky Brooks is, amongst other things, the head coach oh. of Granada Hills High School football, oh uh, John Elway's alma mater. And you basically uh, just put uh, Guy McIntyre and William Refrigerator Perry at running back in a high school game just to run up the score. Oh, oh Jonas. No, it wasn't to run up the score we're running out the clock so we go to a formation where we put three tailbacks well three backs in the backfield so two fullbacks and a tailback so we had two offensive linemen at fullback and then the center at tailback oh my gosh he was a senior it's his last game that he's gonna play in high school so we gave him a chance to run the rock he ran the rock eight times for 50 yards oh my gosh I mean, and listen, uh, and so the final score, if I have Six this. Six yards uh, of pop. Bucky, yeah, if, <laughs> oh, Bucky, my I just gosh. Make, I just want to make sure I have this correct because the final score was Granada Hills 56-3. to yeah. yeah. So you guys beat Taft 56-3, to which a lot of people look at that and they go, man, that's great news. It is, except for the fact that I had Granada Hills minus 53 and a half. Yeah. So thank you, Bucky. If you could have run up the score a little bit more, I could have made some money on that game. Well, I mean, you go for two every time. I don't know what else you want to <laughs> and see every, every time. And like, see, Jonas, the worst part about this is, I don't know if you know this, but at the prep level, if you're up by four scores, coaches in the second half have to agree on a running clock. And Bucky, from what I understand, did not agree to a running there clock. There was a running clock. Why should uh, he? There was a running clock. <laughs> clock Seriously, why, running. why should he? Come on. Why? Like, there should be mercy in this dojo. Uh, the no, clock, he can't running. be doing this. These are these high school kids. They're, he's rewiring the, the their, clock, their minds. The clock was running. It Ugh. was running. You don't hear John Ramos doing this with his daughter's softball uh, no, league. No, actually, you, know? you do. Actually, you do. No, he's I, a punk. Ramos, I, Ramos, I, I, I learned it from Ramos. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Listen. Ramos. Ramos. Ramos was the one to tell me, hey, when you go on the other side, if they're complaining, tell them, hey, I don't get paid to coach my team and your team. If you want to hand over your stipend, Ramos I can coach that team too. Listen, but right now, I only can worry about the other guys. Don't don't let John's, uh, the greatest laugh in radio history, uh, spoil the idea of what a human being he is. Because I happen to have it on good authority that uh, his daughter's softball team Every single one of the pitchers has a piece of 50 grit sandpaper in their glove, and they're filing down the balls. Uh, they're trying to get a little bit of an edge. Like I, I have that on good authority uh, from from you know I'm not I'm not going to say who who my source is, but I have that on good authority. Lead a lap, all right? That John Ramos is pulling those kind of shenanigans during his daughter's uh, high school so- or softball game. Not even high school. Bucky Brooks, he's making a statement. You want you want to you want to yank a season from us? You want to pull shenanigans with the first game? Guess what we're going to do we're going to put up a 50 burger on your ass at taft high school and that's how that goes listen what uh, do you want dave i don't know i want mastros that's what i want i'd appreciate it you know i don't know if you get that I, you I, remind I, me of some of these coaches out here i, I, you I don't know, know if you get i don't know if you get to celebrate asterisk and i don't know, and, I don't know if people get that and, i don't and know also, if you get to celebrate that yeah and and also here's the other thing 
this was a battle of the hills. And I'm not talking about that bad MTV show. I'm talking about the <laughs> battle of Granada versus Woodland. And Granada made a statement. All right. This, this is how this stuff goes down uh, in Southern California high school football. And when Bucky Brooks is there, and, and, he, and just think about what he would have done had he not had all the draft coverage he was doing and all the other stuff. Like, you think 56-3 to three was bad? They're lucky he didn't put up 100 on their ass. Wow. Like they're, 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 they're very fortunate it didn't go that way at, at Taft High School. This is a, a, right this is abusive. I don't condone any of right. it. John Ramos, you're complicit in this, or you lead the lab. I, I, I am just removing myself from this entire faction Dave, of Dave, bullying at the high school level. Let, let's be honest about John Ramos. All right, you know what John Ramos is thinking about right now? 15 minutes until I'm out of here. That's, That's true. John Ramos is there, That's, right? true. <laughs> That's true. He's not supposed to be here. He's here because Iowa Sam is lazy. Yeah. And so John had to show up on a day off. Yeah. And so and he's just looking at the clock going, can I get the hell out of here, man? I don't I don't work with weekend hosts. All right? I, these, these guys are beneath me. By the way, Iowa Minute coming up in 25 minutes from now. Oh, <laughs> this is good. even worse. Very good, John. For those that don't uh, know, John Ramos is our Fox Sports Radio version of Philip Rivers. Um, it's uh, inside. Uh, well, hey. What? It's not accurate? Uh, no, no, trust me. He's plenty accurate. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, don't worry about it. Bullseye. <laughs> Guys, uh, Major League Baseball today. Uh, Yankees 6-4 winners over the Tigers. Royals just wrapped things up. Danny Duffy with the win. He's 4-1 this season with a .60 ERA. Royals dumped the Twins 11-3. Orioles 6-0 right now at Oakland. And the Astros with a 3-0 advantage over the Tampa Bay Rays. NFL draft coverage right now continues. Late in round number six, Khalil Herbert. Jonas out of Virginia Tech. Running back goes 217 overall into the Windy City. Hmm. He's good there. I, okay. I mean, listen, like, I, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert. I, I hope things work out for him. So listen, you got uh, two but, running backs now in the backfield, Jonas. Yeah, well, well I, would just, I would just caution anybody that's a running back thinking about going to Chicago. All right, just go ahead and look back the past couple of years. Oh, so you the, hate David Montgomery now? No, I, listen, I love David Montgomery. David Montgomery's a tough-ass runner and and played really well and has gotten really good catching the ball out of the backfield. I'll just simply say this. Uh, when you break off a 50-yard run early in a game and then you see the ball like three times afterwards, that goes to show you that running the football is not exactly a priority in the Matt Nagy <laughs> offense. Right? Just, it's not exactly the biggest priority in the world. You need a hug, just, man. You need to I, I'm just yeah, got to tell the you're, truth there. You're, you're on nags. I just, I'm just telling the truth here. Listen, oh, Bucky, no. when, when you grow up a Bears fan and you're used to Walter Payton and Neil Anderson uh, and Brad Mustard and Craig Ironhead Hayward and Matt Suey and, and all these great – I mean, I, I remember remember Edgar Bennett. I think they signed Edgar yeah, Bennett as a free EB. agent That's one time. Yeah, That's my guy. Yeah. Uh, remember, uh, I think it was uh, – was it, was it uh, Cam Worley? Or, or, or yeah. something. Yeah, no, I, I Cam remember. Burley's from out California where he played at Fresno. Yeah, and like they, so they they went out and they they you know had a bunch of running backs and you know Matt Forte was a great back for a while for the Chicago Bears and then they go out and they they've got guys that that, that you you look at and go oh well this must be a priority and then it just isn't uh, they just throw the ball every time and they expose Mitch Trubisky and you know just bad things happen but uh, that's neither here nor there we will break down how bad the Bears are in hour four of this program all right coming up next though Bucky Brooks Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio we are going to make our picks we are going to draw from a hat Kentucky Derby picks who's going to be a winner find out the latest for you next here on Fox Sports Radio
He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, hang out with us here on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, two things of note. All right, a little over 10 minutes from now, uh, we're going to find out about uh, who Bucky Brooks has pissed off in the NFL over the past several days. Um, listen, some people don't like to hear the truth. Also, in a little over 10 minutes from now, John Ramos will be in his car on the freeway going home. So that is a, that is also of note. Uh, he cannot wait to get the hell out of here. Uh, he uh, They tried to talk him in to, to – uh, doing the entire show and he said listen I'll give you weekend guys an hour and that's it and then John's gone uh, and he will be replaced uh, and uh, and we will uh, say and bid farewell to John Ramos so John uh, congratulations just 10 minutes away from being stuck in Saturday traffic on the way home looking forward to it it's always 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 good here uh, to get a little dose of uh, of one of the the Fox Sports Radio greats Uh, if 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 Fox Sports Radio ever has a Hall of Fame I'll say this right now the first class must include John Ramos John Ramos must be part of the first class inducted into the Fox Sports Radio Hall of Fame if that ever happens uh, that should be how this thing goes down all right so we've got the Kentucky Derby uh, post time is a little over an hour from now uh, from Churchill Downs. It's actually on time this year, first weekend of May, like it traditionally is. Last year it got pushed back. And we started a tradition on this show um, over the past couple of years. Anytime there was a massive horse race, we would draw from a hat. And we would have our picks for the Kentucky Derby. And so we have got a giant hat here. All right, this, is a, this is a massive hat. Uh, this is actually one of the uh, hats out in front of Angel Stadium in Anaheim. We actually <laughs> borrowed that giant hat. Uh, and I don't know why they still have those up, but they do. And uh, we have now are going to pull names from the hat. So Lee DeLab is our executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we did hire a studio band, as you can tell. Uh, no stone unturned here, Bucky, on uh, the weekends. Uh, they are here to perform for us on Fox Sports Radio. Lead to lap. We've got 20 horses in this race, correct? That's where we stand on all this? That is correct. All right. And so now how do you want to do this? Do you want Bucky to reach into the hat first? Do you want Gascon to do it? How do you, how do you guys want to play this? Here <laughs> I'd say Bucky, Bucky could go ahead and reach in here. I agree. I think Bucky's earned it. So, Bucky, go okay. ahead and uh, reach into the hat. You are there. Uh, cle- clearly, you were there in studio, Bucky. Here this should go. not Big be bucks, difficult. Big bucks, no whammies. Big yeah. bucks, no whammies. <laughs> so, Bucky is reaching in to the hat to grab a name, and hopefully that's it from the hat. Uh, make sure that hat's not on your lap, Lee. All right, there we go. Uh, all right, so, Lee, what's the name that uh, Bucky has pulled from the hat? Believe it or not, Bucky has essential quality. Whoa. Two to one, that's the right. favorite. Can you believe that's that? right. That is so Jonas. Yes. This year is my year. That this is such a rigged game. <laughs> this is this year is my year. You know, okay. Here's what I think happened. I think every name in that hat is essential quality. And now we no. now we're gonna get the real hat that, that Lee Delap is gonna hand out. That's unbelievable. Oh, I like it. <laughs> All right, so Bucky gets essential quality. Uh, John Ramos, go ahead and reach into the hat, even though you'll you refuse to participate in another hour of this show. Uh, John, reach into the hat and let us know what name you pull out here. Uh, I put out the name of um, Brooklyn Strong. Ooh, Ooh how about that? Mm, yes, little, Brooklyn little, Strong. Uh, Brooklyn Strong here on Fox Sports Radio. Fifty, uh, 50 to one. To one. <laughs> 50 to 1. Uh, and uh, his, that would be uh, considered a long shot. Yeah, his, uh, his jockey's name is Umberto Rispoli. 
uh, which uh, I've been there before. It's in Old Town Pasadena, as a matter of fact. Uh, all right, so we go from there to uh, to Dave Gascon. Uh, when you're done uh, doing preacher curls in the studio, if you could a uh, uh, little uh, little uh, jerk there in the studio, Dave. If you could uh, pick a horse here for the Derby, jerking it hard. Four, we got <laughs> John Whoa. Ramos's work ethic. Oh wait, oh, no. this is uh, Mandaloon at fifteen to one. Mandaloon at fifteen Mandaloon. to one. By the way, isn't there a uh, isn't there a crummy Star Wars show called Mandaloon? Let's go live too. I'm a Star Wars uh, hack, John Ramos. Hey, John, is it called Mandaloon? That's what uh, that show's called. It's Mandaloon right? Three. Is what it's Such called. Such a blowhard. Right, there it is. Uh, lead the lap. Make your pick, please. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, I love this one. Midnight Bourbon, yeah. 20 to 1. Oh, boy. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Bucky. Hey, hey, Bucky, talk about a perfect fit. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, all right, I will reach into the hat now here on Fox Sports Radio, and let me grab what I've got. Oh, that's, uh, no, that's Lee's bar tab. Uh, here we go. Uh, uh, let me pull the name. All right. Hey, Lee, read this on the air. This is perfect. Go ahead, just read it on the air. Rock Your World, 5-1. to one. Damn right it is. Uh, All right, so rock Your World is my pick here on Fox Sports Radio. This has been a fun first hour, and the most important development through all of this is that John Ramos refuses to be here anymore. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift. 
and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. We've got feuds all over the NFL. It's unbelievable. Nobody can seem to get along. We will get to the bottom of a couple of those feuds, and they all involve the same guy. That coming up here just a couple of moments from now. He is Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us here on the iHeartRadio app, and we're going to take you all the way up until 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 o'clock Pacific here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Thanks for making us a part of your Saturday here on FSR. And Bucky Brooks, my guy, it's been a busy few days for you. It's been a successful few days for you, but we are wrapping up the NFL draft. We're in round seven, just a few more picks to go. And then we call it uh, call it quits on this bad boy. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's an exciting time because the one thing the NFL does better than any other league, man, they sell hope. And so the draft is when you just sell all the hope to all the teams who really don't have a chance, but we like to think we get a few new toys. Hey, our team can go to the Super Bowl. So it's a fun weekend because it does reset the clock It allows all of us to dream that our team is Super Bowl caliber. Yeah, it's hope. That's all it is. You're you're providing hope. You're you're looking at it. And and you know what sucks about it? Because you you just look at the quarterbacks that have been taken in the first round and and just look at those five guys. And you go, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence and you go Zach Wilson and, you know, obviously Trey Lance and Fields and Mac Jones. How many of those guys – do you think are actually going to end up being worth where they were taken in the first round? Like, like if we're being Only honest two. here. Yeah. Only two. Only two. The odds would say out of the five, one is going to be really great. Another one's going to be pretty good. Then one or two are going to be, eh, and then somebody's going to be a flop. Yeah. Every time. And and that's that's the thing about this, and and you don't want to be negative about it because obviously these are these guys' futures, and you know a lot of this stuff, you know where you go, it, that you know dictates some of the success that you have. But it is just, it's a fact, man. And we talked about this before. People forget that back in 2017, the conversation before the draft was, man, if you need a quarterback, this isn't your draft. You want to wait until next year. You got some projects, you got some raw talent, but this is not the draft you want to be looking for a quarterback. Next year's the draft. And that 2017 class included Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. And the next year's draft included Josh Rosen hasn't worked out. Sam Darnold hasn't worked out, even though everybody will tell you it has, but you know, you've got Josh Allen who's done well, uh, Lamar Jackson, obviously Baker Mayfield jury is still out a little bit on him. So yeah, you can go through every single draft and there's at least a couple that just don't work out for whatever reason. They just don't. No, and a lot of it is environment situation coaching staff, who you're surrounded by, what you have at your disposal, those things impact the quarterback more than anybody else. We can use Sam Donald um, as an example. When you look at Sam Donald, um, people are talking about he didn't have the right coaching staff and Adam Gase and company. They didn't. They never surrounded him with weapons. And so we really don't know what Sam Donald is. That is the case for most quarterbacks picking, like picked up in the top of the, the first round. They're not going to the best team. And normally those organizations aren't run well. And so it takes your quarterback 
to kind of be able to overcome a lot of adversity to have success. So we'll see how this plays out for a bunch of different teams. Uh, Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so let's get into um, into this. Did you have some little, speaking of the 2018 draft class, you had a little dust up with Lamar Jackson. You kind of alluded to it last hour here on Fox Sports Radio. I don't think anything that you said about Lamar Jackson was unfair, but what are we talking about here? You got a little feud going with Lamar Jackson, the former MVP? I, I don't have a feud. So here's what I was saying. I was saying teams should consider the college model, meaning we see in college all the time. They draft a five-star quarterback after three or four years. He graduates, another five-star comes in, and away they go. And so I use Lamar Jackson as an example of a team that could say, hey, Lamar Jackson, at the end of his rookie contract, let's time to pick up the fifth-year option. But rather than pay him maybe $40 million plus, why don't we go and draft a guy in this year's draft like a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance, continue to run the same offense that we've been running, pummeling folks, and that is a way for us to build up the team and have everything because we're not paying the quarterback an expensive amount of like an exorbitant amount of money. The Baltimore fans took it as, oh, we got to get rid of Lamar Jackson. So then Lamar Jackson weighed in and said something about boxing. You know? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Was this on Twitter? Yeah. So he he wants to box you. Lamar Jackson wants to fight you. That that's what we that's what he we've come said, up with. He just he just he just said he said he wanted to box. So I don't know if it's like the 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 Logan Paul, Nate Robinson thing. Like I, like I don't know, I don't know. Uh, uh, please no, I'm I'm not Nate Robinson. You know what I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah saying. I I mean I, you know just, yeah I mean yeah a lot of fun a lot of fun. And right now I have all of the uh, the Ravens people all up in my um, mentions and DM oh, because God. he got his fifth-year option. And anyone who knows, I've been one of the biggest Lamar Jackson fans. Of course. That, that's the point. Because- I do. And and this was because you had this conversation on Speak for Yourself on Fox Sports One, and so Lamar Jackson found the video clip uh, that was uh, that was on social media, and he wrote, uh, "Bucky, we can box a little bit. I won't buck." I don't know if he was trying to be funny there. It wasn't funny. I would go ahead and give up the comedy career right now if I had Lamar <laughs> Jackson. That's just not funny. That's not a good joke. The delivery is not funny. Uh, just nothing about that was funny. Uh, it, definitely not gonna not gonna go anywhere. He's, he, I'll, I'll say this right now. He He's no Bill Burr. He's no Kevin Hart. That comedy career uh, is is dead on arrival when it comes to Lamar Jackson based on that tweet. But th- this th- here's the pr- this is what I don't understand. You have to be all in at every single uh, 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 portion of the career. Otherwise, you're considered a hater. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why people can't have nuanced conversations about this stuff. Nobody has celebrated Lamar Jackson's success like you have. In fact, weren't you the one who went on the air saying, hey, man, look at what Baltimore's doing surrounding him. D- didn't they go – they they hired the uh, the coach from Georgia Tech. Uh, they, they had went the out, they, from Georgia Tech come around. Paul Johnson came around doing a mini camp and, and talked to him, talked to the team. They put – they elevated Greg Roman from O-line assistant to – then they named him the offensive coordinator so they could build that offense around him. And so – that's what it is. But I, look, I get it. I understand it. I'm not mad at it. Like when when you have an opinion and you voice it, like you get you get some of that. So I'm now, I'm okay with it. Now here here's the thing. If if there is a boxing match between you and Lamar Jackson, 
right, I don't ask for a whole lot here. I don't even want a cut of whatever you guys are going to make. All right, because if people are going to pay whatever they paid and they're going to generate as much revenue as they did for uh, for Jake Paul, uh, Ben Askren, uh, then I think we can stir something up between Lamar Jackson and Bucky Brooks. Here, here's all I'm asking. Let me be in your corner. All right, that's all. <laughs> you want to be where? Be, yeah, you I want to be in corner? your corner. I want to be in your corner. Um, and, are you, whoa, and, whoa. Are you going to be like, like Francis? What's, what's my, my big Francis my big Ngannou. Champ? Francis Ngannou. Yeah, Ngannou. Ngannou. You, you can do like that because <laughs> when, when, when Usman is in his corner and when he's in Usman's corner, they, they have a tendency to knock people out. So if you're going to bring me that kind of luck, yeah, like well, come on in. Here, here's the only thing that I would say. Um, there was a fight back in the day between uh, Antonio Margarito and Miguel Cotto. And uh, Miguel Cotto was this, I mean, just, you know, he had a great career, was knocking people out, was a real star in boxing, was generating a bunch of pay-per-view revenue. And then all of a sudden, Antonio Margarito got in there and just ate him alive, wore him out, busted him up. Uh, Miguel Cotto uh, lost, was humiliated. His family was crying. Um, And then... You know, it, it turns out that Antonio Margarito may or may not have had a plaster in his gloves when he fought uh, Miguel Cotto. That he put plaster in his gloves. It was it was noticed uh, before it was an Shane, accident, right? Yeah, it was before a Shane Mosley fight. I'm not I'm not trying to go in this direction. I'll just simply say this. I know a guy who does great plaster work. All right. So <laughs> so if this fight happens, all right, I think it would behoove you to have me in your corner. I'm, I'm just just throwing it out there. I know a guy who does great plaster work. So if this fight happens, uh, I, I know somebody uh, who's in the business who can who can take care of that stuff. Who can take just, care of that for me? Yeah, just, just letting you know that that's out there. Um, all right, so we, we've, we've identified. I don't think there's anything to this. Uh, you've been complimentary to Lamar Jackson, but the problem is you had an opinion uh, and you're not uh, you know, celebrating him every step of the way, and so people get upset about that. Well, now what's the issue with the Aaron Rodgers stuff? You, you had a, a dust-up on Twitter about Aaron Rodgers uh, before oh, you did no, the no, draft I mean, coverage? I was just letting the people know what this was about. Like It was about Aaron Rodgers being unhappy with the contract. Like No one – says that and then it came out later like no 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 it's not about the contract like i mean you know it's more about the the disrespect that they've shown him even though they were negotiating yes. the deal and david dunn yes. had flown into <laughs> the town yes. to, to kind of talk about the contract it's not about the contract even though um there has to be something of course about the contract of course you know like, it, it, it might need to be sweetened He's outperformed. He's outperformed his contract. Like that. That's that's what the way he looks at it. But what? Okay. What gets him happy with the Green Bay Packers? What kind of contract are we talking about? If they if they if the Packers come up to him and say, "We're gonna we're gonna make you the highest paid quarterback in the NFL," you think all this is swept under the table? Uh, under the I mean, rug? I think he we're feels good? better. I think he then expresses his love for the Packers, the organization, and those things, and you know. I believe this is all – look, they can work through all of these things. The Packers just need to slice off a little bit more cheddar cheese, put it on the burger, and he'll be satisfied. That really, That's really what it comes down to. Now, we can talk about the par- power part of it, more weapons, more things, go all in and that. But I think they have to be very, very careful at this point. 37-year-old quarterback. I know we like to think that our quarterbacks are going to play into 40 – Three forty-four, forty-five, because Tom Brady just had to be careful because you go all in on an older quarterback. It makes it hard. It may go all in on any quarterback when it comes to paying them forty million plus. It makes it hard to build a team. 
Now when you're dealing with an older guy, you then can't give him all the money and give him all the weapons that we on the outside say that he needs at this stage of his career. And can I push back on something as well, too, when it comes to the Rodgers stuff? This idea that he's not surrounded by anybody I think is complete garbage. I, I think it's garbage. Uh, Devontae Adams sucks. Aaron Jones is <laughs> I mean, bad. It is Bakhtiari annoying that we talk about it as if he doesn't have anybody. It's crazy. That he doesn't have anybody supporting him. Like, oh, poor Aaron Rodgers. He just doesn't it's have anybody crazy. to throw the rock to. Aaron Jones is not a Pro Bowl caliber running back. Devontae Adams evidently is a slappy. He can't really make anything <laughs> happen, you know, even though he was all world last year. I mean, he has some people to throw to, you know. And so I think it's one of those situations where they have to continue to find a way to do it. I think what annoys people the most is that the fact that the Packers refuse to draft a wide receiver in the first round, even though they have consistently, consistently found high-caliber wide receivers outside of the first round. If you go all the way back, Robert Brooks, Antonio Freeman, more recently, James Jones, Randall Cobb, Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, were all taken between the second and the third round. Donald Driver was a seventh-round pick. So for the Packers, they have always said as a franchise, we have a formula, we have a recipe for finding pass catchers we don't need to change the recipe because we know exactly how to find it. the last time they took a wide receiver in the first round javon walker from florida state it didn't necessarily work out yeah, that i think he's a bodybuilder now like it does <laughs> like that's that's what it is and so that's what they've always done and that's what they're going to continue to do yeah, listen, um, and, and the other, yeah, Javon, wow, God, that, that's a blast from the past. Uh, yeah, the other the other part of this, and so, you know, he's unhappy this idea, well, he doesn't have weapons. And you were making that point. I was listening to your coverage on Fox Sports Radio during the draft, and you were trying to make that point. You spent time with the organization. It's not It's not as if you don't know what the hell you're talking about and you've never been to the city of Green Bay. I've never been to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Now, I will rip Green Bay, Wisconsin as if I've been there because I think it's funny to do on the air. And it insults people, and I think that's fun, and that's my favorite part of the job. <laughs> that's what you like to do. And it's, it's fun, man. Listen, I grew up on pro wrestling. This is how this works. I'm sorry. I, and I'm, I, This is just the way it's got to be. But you've been to Green Bay. You know what the hell you're talking about. This this idea that, oh, my God, they're just being totally disrespectful to Aaron Rodgers. And they're just, you know, this, this is a, how, how dare they treat him the way that they treat him. And furthermore, Rodgers, if, if he's that unhappy about the drafting of Jordan Love, it's like, dude, you were in the same shoes as him. You, you waited three years, and Brett Favre, finally they, they decided they had had enough, and they turned the keys over to you. Like, he knows what this organization is. He's been there for years now, multiple years, more than a decade. He's been in Green Bay. He was a part of this draft process and the way that they view players and the way that they've done it for all this time. The thought that all of a sudden now he feels disrespected when he's got an organization that, by the way, for, for as bad as he tries to paint him out to be, has drafted Devon. Dante Adams, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari. I don't know about you, Bucky. That's a pretty damn good start on the offense for a quarterback. And I just this this whole he's the victim. Poor Aaron Rodgers missed me with that crap, man. Because I I don't buy any of that for a second. I really don't. No, look, and, I, I think it's one of the things that's probably one of the more frustrating conversations to have is to have people defend Aaron Rodgers and saying that he's 
he doesn't have enough and that the organization has not done right by him. And they have, quote unquote, wasted his years because they haven't surrounded him with enough talent. If it's not the offensive weapons, then it's the defense. And my only point and my only pushback would be, look, you can't pay everybody. So if you're paying him top of the market money, you can't then go pay everybody else top of the market money. It is seemingly impossible to be able to do in the salary cap era. Yeah, I, I just uh, – Lee DeLapp is our executive producer. Is Lee DeLapp in the studio, or did he walk across the street to Blue Dog to go get a beer? Is, is Lee DeLapp <laughs> there? Uh, our, our executive producer, Lee DeLapp, uh, is, he in the, is he in the studio? I happen to be here to, right, right now. Uh, Lee, Lee, you are a Packers fan. That is true. Are you guys getting kind of tired of this Aaron Rodgers is the victim crap? Kind of getting a little bit tired of it, a little fed uh-huh. up with, the whole, with, with this whole thing. Come, come on, on, Lee. Speak for Packers. Come on, Lee. Speak up. I, All right, Lee. Come on, Lee. <laughs> come Put on, the Lee. Flask he's down, a baby, Lee. right? Come Lee, on, just call Lee. him a baby. He's he, a baby. He, he's a diva. Yeah, he always has been a diva. Uh, it's always I've always been aware of that, so just kind of deal with it. Glad to have him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's Lee, that's what you're doing? Come on, Lee. Lay the hammer, that's Lee. That's what you're doing? Come on, you're Lee. Letting, lay the you're hammer. you letting the pretty girl get away with whatever she wants because she's pretty. <laughs> That's what you're doing? Uh, yeah, sometimes hot, you got to do the that, The hot man. girl gets all the benefits. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. lay, lay the hammer, Lee. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, it's – so, who knows? We'll, we'll, see, uh, we'll see how this all shakes out. All right, he's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, our draft coverage on Fox Sports Radio is all brought to you by NetSuite. You're still running your business on QuickBooks, more like quicksand. The bigger you're company grows the faster you sync with outdated software right now netsuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program that's special financing at netsuite.com slash draft netsuite.com slash draft coming up next we're going to find out why a move in the nfl was actually made and when the decision was made and we'll have that for you from our nfl insider next here on fsr there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us here on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, we will find out the results of the Kentucky Derby at some point during the course of the show. We have made our picks. <laughs> We have no idea what we're talking about. What we have drawn from a hat and we have made our picks and we will get into that here uh, at some point later on in the hour. Right now, though, it is time for more conversation around the NFL with our guy, Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider, Sirius XM NFL Radio as well. Adam, Jonas and Bucky, what's happening? Happy uh, conclusion to the 2021 NFL Draft Saturday. Yeah, guys, good to talk to you. We're almost there. We got about 12 picks left, so it'll be over in half an hour or so. Look, it's been a fun weekend. It's been anyway the Roger story break. It's, the timing was interesting, and uh, I put some out on uh, with Doug Gottlieb on Friday, which is interesting about Roger's background with the team in last season, which is tells you kind of where his head is at and about his unhappiness and stuff. It's that was unique. Um, we had some trades up. We didn't have a lot of trades in the first round. We had three, but one was interesting. The Bears finally got their franchise quarterback. So. Look, it, it was your typical draft. There's some drama. There always seems to be some sort of drama in each draft, and sometimes it's leading up to it. All right, so let's start with the Aaron Rodgers stuff. The latest out of uh, the Rodgers-Green Bay feud, if you, for lack of a better term, <laughs> uh, Rodgers was at the Kentucky Derby. Um, he didn't want to go on camera to do an interview, but a message was passed through Mike Tirico in which Rogers said he was unhappy that these uh, that this stuff got made public. Um, he reiterated a couple of times he loves the city of Green Bay. He loves the Packer fans, the organization, but he did acknowledge that there's an issue with the front office. What have you heard about where he stands with the organization and the likelihood that he could get dealt before next season? All right, so, Jonas, let's talk about the, the beginning of this. So I don't believe the messaging to him was very good, if at all, uh, that they were going to draft Jordan Love. I think that's a big part of this. As a matter of fact, uh, General Manager Brian Gunkust talked about that when he was interviewed leading up to the draft on Thursday. He actually talked about it. He admitted it. Um, it needed to be better. And look, the, the Eagles told Carson Wentz that they were going to draft a quarterback last season. Even though it was a late second-round pick, not a first-rounder, Wentz eventually would have a problem with it. So, you know, Bucky, Bucky knows it's, it's, just, it, it's never easy to deal with this, this type of situation. Ironically, Brett Favre had to deal with it when Aaron was drafted, surprisingly, at 25 overall in 2005. Uh, and this bothered Aaron. Now, he had a great year, and I remember – after the season, if you remember those weird comments that he made after his post-game interview after the Packers lost to the Buccaneers, where he kind of left it open to interpretation that he might be traded, and then everyone played it down that it was nonsense. I texted, because I knew I was going to be asked about it. I texted with a friend with the Packers. said, how do you read into this stuff? Do you think you guys will move him? He goes, are you trying to get us fired? What, are you out of your mind? There's no way we're trading Aaron, because... As mercurial as Aaron Rodgers is and, and different, and he's at super type A, they're not going to get worse. They're not going to purposely get worse by trading him. That's not going to happen. But we're also in May. Uh, I think this thing's going to play out. I don't, I don't think we're done with it by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, we'll know how serious he is if he doesn't show up to training camp. That means he would be very serious. You know, Adam, it seems like this offseason has been all about quarterbacks and yes. holdouts and want to be traded and those things. And so draft – weekend we were looking at the houston texans to see how they were going to approach it with the deshaun watson cloud hanging over their head 
They draft Davis Mills. What should we take from that? All right, Bucky. Um, Davis Mills, while he's gifted, he's a gifted pocket passer. Uh, he's limited mobility. He's a project because of his knee. He is a, he's had an ACL injury, and then he had another knee injury. And, you know, one quarterback coach told me he gave him a fifth-round grade because he just he, – he worries. He, he doesn't move all around all that well. He was a very highly recruited player coming out uh, out of high school. Uh, he, he's, you know, he, he looks the part, but the problem is his injury history. Now, you say, well, does this play into it uh, to, to Deshaun Watson? Well, not really. Uh, we know that Tyrod Taylor would be the starter. You know, they only had the five picks. They didn't have a first or second rounder, unfortunately, because Bill O'Brien, the former head coach with personnel control, traded them away. They drafted one of my top sleepers of the draft, Nico Collins, out of Michigan, a receiver in the third round. Uh, that they only drafted one quarterback. Um, they just they're in a bind here. Um, Nick Casario, the general manager, overtook a bad situation. Not, he did not know that he was walking into this. By the way, the, the, he didn't he didn't know he was walking away walking into two things. He didn't know he didn't know that Watson wanted to be traded before he took the job. And then he didn't know about the allegations off the field. It's just crazy. Um, I'd be careful reading into to their draft picks again. They they, they didn't. It's it's one thing if they they would have traded. Away future compensation to get a quarterback in the first round. Now, as far as Watson playing this season, you know, some people think that it's going to be hard to get him cleared because of all the allegations. And if he settles, <laughs> you know, if he settles, yeah, from a legal standpoint and a money standpoint, he could not drag this on. But from a league standpoint, it would, be, it would not be good. So, look, it's up in the air whether he's going to play this season or ever again for the Texans. We, we don't know that, and, and, and neither do the Texans. Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Insider, Sirius XM, NFL Radio, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks with you here on FSR. So we have been following and tracking uh, whatever the hell the 49ers are planning on doing at three uh, with the quarterback position. Um, I Look, I was just under the assumption that it was going to be Mac Jones. I know yep. everybody wants yep. to pretend like they all oh, knew all along that they were just pulling shenanigans. I fell for it. I just assumed Mac Jones was going to be the guy, only to find out it was going to be Trey Lance. I mean, how did how did this happen, and why was Mac Jones's name even brought into all of this? Because I find it hard to believe that they would make the trade that they made without knowing which quarterback they wanted at number three. Yeah, I, I look, you know, you saw some reporting last this week from ESPN. I actually believe it's accurate. Um, I know that the Niners will never admit the truth. I, I, I have my own sources with the team. I, you know, I have a pretty good source. And I put this out on 95-7, the game in, in San Francisco after the season's over. I said they're going to draft a quarterback in the first or second round. I had, I had a pretty good source, so I know, and I, I knew that they were not sold on Jimmy Garoppolo for the long term because of his inability to stay healthy. So that turned out to be correct. Now, I didn't know what round it would be, and I didn't know what quarterback would be. So spinning it forward, I do believe Mac Jones was a the guy they liked a lot. Um, I, I do believe also with Jimmy, they, they, their preference was to keep Jimmy Garoppolo. And to do that, which they still obviously are going to do now. They didn't, they didn't trade him during the draft, so it's unlikely they'll move him. You want to have him because Trey Lance is the, the project of the five top quarterbacks. He's very gifted. Uh, he's a kid um, that two teams told me should not play this season. They think he's so far off from being ready to go. It's a little bit strong. They like him. High-character kid, pretty smart, by the way. Uh, in pre-draft testing, he tested well. Good athlete, good size. Um, mechanics need a lot of work. He's got a long release, which needs to be cleaned up. Footwork needs to be cleaned up. Look, Patrick Mahomes, who people compare him to, obviously he's a much lower case Patrick Mahomes, but he's had his first year. And to me, that is why Jimmy Garoppolo will stay on this roster. 
You know, it's funny you talk about Jimmy Garoppolo staying on the roster. What have the conversations been like regarding Jimmy Garoppolo in the trade market? Has has he not good? Yeah, they're not getting a first round pick. That that's that. that it's funny you bring that up. It's always easy to say the guy's going to stay. Well, yeah, they they know they're not getting it. They, you know, it's funny, Buck. You know, for work in the NFL. Teams will speak reality on record because when they know the reality is they can't move a player, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, look, we, we want Jimmy on the roster. It's our, quote, preference to keep him. Well, yeah, because you're not getting the value for him. That, that's the truth. And I, I have a lot of respect for Kyle Shanahan and, and John, John Lynch. I really do. But teams are always going to make themselves look good publicly when they know the reality is they're not getting what they want for the player in a trade. It's like, uh, you know, the, the guy who says, man, I love being single. No, you don't. You just don't have another option. Like, what do you? Like, That's the, I mean, look, you never say never. <laughs> and, and, and the other problem is right now, if you look at the quarterback market, guys are on the street. There's just no one out there. Blaine Gabbert's going to go back to the Buccaneers. That's it. I mean, there's really no one else out there. They already had Brian Hoyer. That didn't work out well. So they're kind of stuck for veteran free agents. They're, they're way better off keeping Garoppolo and then trading him after the season. As a matter of fact, if he has a good season, his value could only go up. Uh, Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Insider, joining us here on FSR. Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox with you here. Are you surprised? Because I I was a little surprised that Ryan Pace got the green light to trade away future picks to go up and get Justin Fields. How surprised were you? You know, it's funny. I um, I was doing a mock draft this week uh, uh, for one of the radio stations out in the country, and they said, what are you going to put here? I was like, it's either going to be a quarterback or a wide receiver. But I, I, I didn't. I thought it might be Trey Lance. I didn't really know. I just knew that a quarterback. I was told a quarterback is definitely in play, and it wound up being um, obviously Justin Fields, who I cannot believe that that did not go to Denver. And we, you know, I know we don't have a lot of time here, but that to me was crazy. That that now I know Sertain's a terrific corner, and that was certainly need for them for the future. But Field, that's a good trade up. And you're right, Jonas. It, the, the belief around the league is it buys Ryan Pace time, and he got the okay for it. You know why? Because when is the last time they had a franchise quarterback? Jim McMahon. And quite frankly, Jim McMahon couldn't stay healthy. That's how long, You're talking about 35 years, folks. That's how long it's been. That is unbelievable it's been that long. I, I do like to pick. Um, Mac Jones going to New England. Yep. Uh, Bill Belichick comes out and says Cam Newton is the starter. What are your expectations for Mac mm-hmm. Jones when he steps into the building in New England? You know, Bucky, the, the, the thing that's tough here is Cam Newton was so bad – uh, after a good start, if you remember the first game of the year, he was terrific against Seattle, then it was downhill from there, and then to the point where he should have, he should have been benched and took the final two games, but they weren't going to go to Jared Stidham. I, I'm not sure, and I know, look, in quarterback years, he's not that old. I mean, early 30s is not too old <laughs> these days as quarterback. But Cam has not played highly competent football since 18, and it's been a while. You just don't know what he has left. He, he, you know, getting getting an offseason in the playbook with, with his coaches and we hope he gets some off-season practices, get get acclimated with his new teammates. You know, they, as you know, the the, uh, the Patriots went crazy in free agency, so they have a lot of new pass targets. The reality is, unless unless they're at least five hundred, okay, by by midway, Mac Jones will take over. That's just the way it is. Rarely, unless you think a guy's not ready, like I E Trey Lance, and I like I E Mahomes in year one, you're going to play the rookie. I love when teams say that they're not going to play a quarterback. The, the Jags said it with Blake Bortles. The Eagles said it with Carson. In fact, Doug Peterson said it with Carson Wentz. Oh, he might be our third-string quarterback this season, and you know how that worked out. 
Uh, Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Insider, Sirius XM, NFL Radio as well. Always good stuff joining us here on a Saturday here. Uh, the NFL Draft is wrapping up. Adam, we appreciate a few minutes of your time. Get him on Twitter, at Kaplan NFL, all sorts of news and notes. Uh, the free agent signings right after the draft is always a fun yeah, follow. Right. Yep. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Uh, Adam, thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. We know it's a busy weekend. Guys, thank you. Uh, Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so coming up next, uh, we will uh, we will get more into the NFL draft, uh, all sorts of interesting moves being made as the draft is wrapping up from Cleveland. We'll have that for you next. For all the latest, though, from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, and more importantly, Tom Brokaw, who's on the updates today. Yeah, see, I didn't even know if we had the Tom Brokaw stuff. This is David Gaskin from the yes! Yeah, there he is. Jeez. What's up, Gas? Ah, man, just uh, hanging out for your entire show, not leaving halfway through it. Well, uh, for in with all due respect to John Ramos, uh, he left uh, a third of the way through it. Oh, that's so, true. Wow. Yeah, listen, you know, it's just uh, it's the way it goes. It's better than some of those other hacks that take the entire day off to go on vacation to go hiking. <laughs> Day. You know, if I if I came from Iowa to Southern California, worked on a sports show during the NFL draft, I don't know if I'd take that day off. Hey, you know, people people got uh, they got stuff to do. Hack, you know, it's just uh, yeah, chump. I I agree. Like, I, listen, I lazy. Um, like, there's there's Iowa Sam. I'm not a big fan. So yeah, I would agree. I'll tell you, man. Does this mean it. that we can uh, formally bury the Iowa minute now? Oh, for this week, for sure. Well, I mean, now, forever. Well, see, John Ramos left the program. Alex Tyshirt is in. So we are contemplating uh, coming up with something called the Vegan Minute. Oh, no. Uh, which uh, which oh, Alex Tyshirt oh, no. uh, will, uh, will give us the goods on vegan food uh, that, we, that we must try. A lot now, of blanks. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if he's open uh, to something like that, but uh, Alex Tyshirt, uh, you are the, uh, the most famous vegan in all of sports radio. Are That's probably you, accurate. I mean, are, or would you be comfortable doing a Vegan Minute here on FSR? You know what, Jonas? For you, I could even give you two. Uh, see, and, and here's here's how we, we apply this to when you're watching, um, you know, sports. What is the best vegan food that you can indulge yourself with? That's a more healthy option. Ooh, jackfruit than, nachos, than baby. Yeah, whatever that is. Well, I have no idea. Listen, we could always cure this by never having the Iowa Minute again by just moving you and Bucky on a platform that's Monday through Friday here. Well, I mean, <laughs> that, that I don't know. Listen, look, but Bucky's on his way. Um I am not. Uh, there's, you know, there's I, certainly. <laughs> I think, you, I think you guys missed the boat at the top of the hour when when Bucky was mentioning the the potential matchup between him and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I, to- I told you, like, I, I'm I'm willing to put plaster in Bucky's gloves if yeah, he fights him. But see, I think what you missed here was the other component about location, location, location. Um. If there does come a time that this actually goes down. I have an old school Polaroid camera. Um, I could put some knee high socks on both of you guys. And since you live right on the water in Malibu, this yeah, is Rocky. Ass, this is Rocky and Apollo. It, it this is Rocky and Apollo. Yeah, you guys hugging it out it in the water on yeah, the sand. Of course. Yeah. This is this is good. Listen, I'm. This I'm is Mick. a bromance. Listen, I, I'm Mick and Bucky's Rocky. Okay. <laughs> And, Cut and, me, and that yeah that is <laughs> Cut me, Mick. Cut me, Mick. <laughs> that is how that is how this works and 80 years no, old living on there, bacon there, and cigarettes there is no bigger lie that's been told on sports radio than i live in malibu that's one of the biggest frauds that's ever been told on yeah. oh my god you're malibu adjacent 
Literally, you can spit and hit Malibu. Oh God! But listen, the the people that live on the beach at at the in the Fox family are the people on the TV Mm. side. All right, over here, more of a humble approach to life. I don't know if you know that, Dave. I don't know. I don't deal with many humble people here on the radio side. Well, you got a couple here, man. Got a couple here. Listen, when you have a head coach that runs up the score on high school kids, I don't know if that's humble at all. Listen, you Humbling, maybe? Hey, you put your cleats on, understand somebody else does too. This is not like yeah. when you walk a dog and you make him sniff his own, you know, his own. Can you, run up to, can you be accused of running up the score when you hey. just run the ball? A last game. Yeah, so. no kidding. Like, like they know what's coming. Bucky, you're a run first offense, correct? I mean, we're run only offense. We went through the four game season without throwing yes. a pass. Yeah, so Dave, what's the uh-huh. problem? Like, like yeah. they know this. I, I have a I have a problem when he puts his entire offensive line on the backfield when his stud tailback is is six two and two fifty, and he's <laughs> taking the ball off tackle. I got a problem with that. He runs speed option with a quarterback that's two hundred and thirty pounds, and he's only sixteen years old. Yeah, how's that even legal? Uh, it's it doesn't matter if it's legal. It's Bucky. All right, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, and, and that should be that should be uh, the tagline. You guys should make Granada Hill shirts and just say. It's not legal. It's Bucky. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm telling I'd buy one of those. Oh, my god. Got to be a smaller or medium, though. Oh. <laughs> saying. This is the Fox Sports version of Miles Garrett over here starring <laughs> Jonas Knox. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let me, let me. Dude, get a bigger <laughs> suit, Miles. Come on, man. You you made enough money. Get a bigger suit. You can afford the fabric. I don't need to see all that. I'm just, do it. I'm just grateful that that wasn't J.J. Um, Watt wearing that because I know your head would have exploded. Oh, no. J.J. Watt's not wearing a turtleneck. You know, he, he he wants to show as much skin as possible. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> While flipping a tire. Yeah. Nobody's work watching. Uh, guys, the Kentucky Derby's right around the corner. Major League Baseball, Astros 3, Rays nothing. Uh, seventh round of the draft is almost over and done with right now. Packers are on the clock, and their pick is in right now. All the action you can pick up on FoxSportsRadio.com. Guys, back to you. Thank you, Dave. Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Coming up next, uh, yes, the Kentucky Derby is here. Knowing them, they'll probably wait as long as possible to run that race before we find out who won on this show. But there are other news and notes from the NFL draft. A busy weekend, the draft wrapping up, but big moves could still be made. We'll get into all of that for you next year on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up top of next hour here on FSR, we will get to the bottom of the news out of Green Bay. Uh, we have got a scan. I don't know if you want to call it a scandal, but there's drama. There's a fight. There's all sorts of stuff happening between Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. We will have the latest on what is actually happening there with Rodgers, the Packers, and where he could end up moving forward. And that'll be coming up a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, the NFL draft is concluding here on FSR. Uh, we will be hearing from uh, Bucky Brooks here shortly, but he is wrapping things up uh, and uh, and uh, getting some things uh, handled when it comes to the NFL draft. So we will uh, have the final pick here momentarily. It is Mr. Irrelevant, which I think is a disrespectful term. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant, I, I, I don't like that term, but we are waiting to find out who the last pick of the draft will be. Pick number 259 of the NFL draft. Here, And here's the other thing about Mr. Irrelevant. You'd rather go undrafted. Because what ends up happening is when you go undrafted, you can pick where you go. 
Well, if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you're picking in this spot at pick number 259 and you grab some guy and it's a guy who happens to be a quarterback who you know is not going to get a sniff on that roster, that doesn't benefit him. So a lot of these guys would much rather just be undrafted and, and, and worry about you know signing with somebody as a free agent as opposed to having to worry about you know, trying to compete for a job or make a team or whatnot at pick number 259. Me personally, I'd rather be drafted. All right, I want to be able to tell people I was drafted. I want to be able to tell people that I was taken in the NFL draft, and I would much rather have that than to be a free agent. No disrespect to NFL free agents. There's been really successful guys who have been unsigned and have turned into really good players and had really good careers in the NFL. But I would rather be drafted. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant is a disrespectful term. But Grant Stewart, the linebacker out of Houston, congratulations. You are considered Mr. Irrelevant pick 259 in the 2021 NFL Draft. Grant Stewart uh, out of Houston is the pick. So there's that. Uh, and uh, and my uh, bottom 10 mock draft I do with Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio for a fourth year in a row, zero correct. Zero correct in my bottom 10 mock draft. Uh, so we will try it again uh, next year uh, here on zero. Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, so uh, Alex Tyshirt is our uh, technical producer. John Ramos has bailed on the show. Uh, he was in earlier, and normally during this time slot, uh, in this segment, we do something called the Iowa Minute. We're not going to do it this week because Iowa Sam is not here. He's out uh, hugging a tree or milking a cow and on some farm or remote community somewhere. Who the hell knows? But he's doing some tree hugger stuff, uh, so he can go ahead and have a good time with that. But Alex Teichert is here, and I thought, all right. Alex is the most well-known vegan in sports talk radio. So why don't we put together a little something called the Vegan Minute in which Alex Tyshirt will give you some healthier options while you're watching a sporting event so that you can cut down on the carbs maybe a little bit, cut down on the meat intake, if you will. Tyshirt, what would you offer up to those sports fans listening here on Fox Sports Radio in this edition of the Vegan Minute? Well, Jonas, it's good to be here. I would say that Iowa Sam is probably somewhere that's not Iowa-based, so that's uh... Uh, a false to his Iowa Minute. I would say if people are looking for something to have a little bit more rejuvenation, get something better for the entree plate to have people get a little bit more revitalized, there's a lot of different things you can do, Jonas. So I know yourself, you're a wing guy, right? Yes. Well, there's this one thing people keep hyping about is the uh, buffalo, like cauliflower kind of a base oh, thing. Oh, yeah. So Good. I know yourself, you tried it, right? Yes. I'll tell you this. There's a little secret to it. It's the sauce. If you nail the sauce, you can put anything in it. You can even do barbecue mushrooms or, I mean, even if you want to get crazy, do some marshmallows if, you know, you want a little sweet tooth. But a lot of that stuff's great. Have some fruit on the entree plate for people. The ladies love the fruit, my guys. You'll learn quickly. And I'm also telling you this. When you give yourself a day without some meat, Jonas Knox, I know you know this too. It's a great way to clean, my guy. Yes, it is, uh, and and plenty of fluids, and, uh, and oh, you'll spending, plenty. You'll, you'll be spending uh, quite a, quite a few minutes, uh, <laughs> you know, in in your office. So well, the speak. bathroom's the office now. <laughs> yes, hour three next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. We are coming down to the wire at the Kentucky Derby. You gotta love live radio, everybody. The NFL draft is concluded. We've got a major storyline developing there, but we are figuring out a winner at the Kentucky Derby, and they are down to the wire here. Uh, they are coming towards the line, and we do have a winner in the Derby. Uh, it is the number eight horse. Uh, I have no idea who the hell the number eight horse is. Uh, let me go ahead and double check that. I believe it's Medina Spirit, Medina Spirit. Who the hell knows? All I know is it was no horse that was selected by anybody here at Fox Sports Radio. That's all I know. We all drew from a hat, and nobody wins. Uh, I don't even know if anybody came close. I don't even know if, if I don't even know if the horse that I chose actually got out of the gate. I just think he went back to his stall and took a dump. Like I have no idea. I didn't see my horse anywhere. But nonetheless, uh, we will have all the details of that here throughout the next several minutes here on Fox sports radio plus a major nfl storyline i'm jonas knox this is fsr you can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app and wherever you are taking part in this program we appreciate you doing so uh, we will take you all the way up until 8 p.m eastern time five o'clock pacific here on fox sports radio and so we must start with a story that is a little bit tied to the kentucky derby Although it's not anything about the race, uh, the actual race, it's not anything about the horses and who wins and who gets roses and how much money is involved. It's got nothing to do with the weight of the jockeys, which we just found out off the air. 108 to 118 is the range you must weigh in in order to be a jockey at the Kentucky Derby. It's got none of that. It's got everything to do with a spectator at the Kentucky Derby. And that spectator is one Aaron Rodgers. And the Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packers story has taken a turn for, I don't know if it's a turn for the worst, but it's taken a turn towards the direction of possibly no repair. And it was Aaron Rodgers who came out on Thursday and said that, and and according to several reports, uh, Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. He is not happy being a Green Bay Packer. He's not happy with what's going on there. And so Aaron Rodgers looks at this situation and says, I don't want to be here anymore. 
I, I, I want to go somewhere else. Uh, that happened right before the first round of the draft. Then the rumors started coming out. Is it the Denver Broncos? The, the San Francisco 49ers were involved. Potentially the Las Vegas Raiders. But Aaron Rodgers did not want to come back to Green Bay. And then Friday comes around. And the reports continue to pick up steam. And Friday comes around, and then we take another turn towards, well, you know, Rodgers is threatening to retire. He, he could walk away from the Packers altogether. In fact, Rodgers could walk away from the Packers and the NFL because he's got the Jeopardy gig as a possibility. He might actually leave the Green Bay Packers to go be the host of Jeopardy if he doesn't like what is happening there and he wants no part of the Packer organization anymore, so he's got to get out of there. And then a report comes out on Saturday. So again, this is a three-day event. This isn't just the draft. This is the Aaron Rodgers three-day event. A report comes out on Saturday morning, and it says that Aaron Rodgers wants the general manager, Brian Gutenkus, fired. He wants him gone. Doesn't want the GM anymore, and he's basically drawn a line in the sand. It's either him or it's me. It's the ultimate ultimatum, either me or him, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers or the GM, Brian Guttenkust. And then we get to the Kentucky Derby. We get to Churchill Downs. Aaron Rodgers has made it a yearly tradition that he goes to the Kentucky Derby. He's always there, except for last year because nobody was there uh, in May because it got canceled. I don't know if you know that or not. A bunch of stuff got canceled last year. It happened. It was called COVID-19. Don't worry about it. No big deal. Aaron Rodgers shows up to the Kentucky Derby and won't do an interview on camera, but talk to Mike Tirico of NBC and had Mike Tirico relay the following message during the broadcast when it came to his situation in Green Bay. And Aaron Rodgers talked about how he wasn't happy about some of the reports and the details of the of the rift had come out. Uh, he wanted to reiterate multiple times over and over again. He loves the Packers or, uh, as an organization. Uh, he loves the Packer fan base. He loves the city of Green Bay. It's just an issue he's got with the front office. All right, so that is Aaron Rodgers, who wouldn't go on camera with this but he would go to Mike Tirico knowing that Mike Tirico would go on camera with this. Here's the problem, and there are many of these problems. Aaron Rodgers likes the idea of the confrontation and the uh, putting your foot down and likes all of it that comes along with it, except for the actual having to address the stories that are out there. He already doesn't trust the media. And whether you think that's fair or not, Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust the media. There was a story that came out years ago. He sat down and did an interview with Mina Kimes of ESPN. Mina Kimes does a great job. He sat down with Mina Kimes of ESPN. And she noticed that before the interview started, Aaron Rodgers put his phone down to record the interview. And the reason he put his phone down to record the interview was so that he knew he wasn't misrepresented in the article about him by ESPN. When you go to that extent, you do not trust anything that comes out in the media. And I get it. There's been a lot of conversations about Aaron Rodgers that have not had Aaron Rodgers' voice attached to any of them. You've had a lot of guys go uh, and make the rounds, whether it be on, uh, on social media or whether it be on television or radio or in print, whether it's Fox Sports 1's Greg Jennings, whether it's Jermichael Finley. There's been a lot of former Packers who have played with Aaron Rodgers who have come out and said, hey, man, the guy's a little bit aloof, got a little bit of an attitude, not really sure uh, you know, which, which way he goes. And, and Rodgers has been upset about it. 
and he's been bothered by it. And he's talked a little bit about it recently with Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawk, who he's good friends with, and, and, and done stuff like that on their shows. But he clearly doesn't trust the media. And the issue for this with Aaron Rodgers is if he's not willing to talk to NBC about what is happening and go on camera to address the situation, what the hell does he think this is going to look like when he gets closer to the season? Because if he's still a Green Bay Packer, if you didn't like the conversations that were coming out just 24 hours after this while you were at the Kentucky Derby with all sorts of other distractions happening and on the national scale, what do you think things are going to be like locally there in Green Bay? You don't think you're going to get asked about it? You don't think people are going to want to know, hey, how you feeling about the organization? What's going on here? You, you don't think uh, people aren't going to look at you and go, hey, man, like uh, this, is, uh, this is weird. You're, you're, there was a report you wanted him fired. You, you can only be passive aggressive and aloof and be guarded for so long before it eventually you got to start asking questions. And if you're not going to answer the questions, they're going to continue to ask, and they're going to continue to poke around, and they're going to continue to try and find out what's really happening in Green Bay. And it feels like a guy who loves the job, loves the role, loves the title, but there's this one part of it he's not really that into. There's this one part of it that he just doesn't really dig all that much. Like, you may love being a bartender, you love it. Man, you love talking to people. You love making the drinks. You love the energy. You love all of that stuff. But, man, you can't stand having to clean up at the end of the night, wiping all the bottles down, you know, taking the, taking the rails down and soaking them, uh, taking the mats to the back and soaking them. You hate that part of the gig. But guess what? It's part of the gig. It, it's what you deal with. Like you may like the idea of doing construction or you may like the idea of running your own business, but man, kind of sucks when you don't have the ability to just turn it off for a few hours and go your separate ways and know that, hey, man, they can take care of it because it's their business and I can live my life and do whatever I want to do. You want to own your own business, you accept some of the risks and some of the stuff that you don't like that come along with some of the rewards. Part of being the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers and a high-level quarterback of the Green Bay Packers is you got to deal with the media and you got to deal with rumors and you got to deal with reports. And when those reports that come out say that you don't want to be a part of the Packers anymore, you don't want to be a part of the organization, you want the general manager fired and you're doing all of that the day of the draft, when you got people like Joe, uh, Joe Horn whose son was drafted in the first round, being unhappy about the coverage Aaron Rodgers got when the story should have been about these guys getting drafted. I'm sorry, man. This is part of the deal. He cannot want to do the interview on camera with, with NBC. He cannot want to have all the, the this stuff come out publicly. Sooner or later, you can't play passive-aggressive. These questions are going to continue to come up, and you're either going to answer them or you're just going to have to hear about it and hear about the speculation for the rest of your time in Green Bay. That's the way this stuff goes. And the idea that he's not happy, they didn't communicate with him when they drafted Jordan Love, I get all that stuff. I get it. But it's almost like he wants his cake and he wants to eat it too. It doesn't – like this is part of it, man. You, you got to deal with – and if you give them one thing, they're going to continue to take more. A lot of people have compared him to Jay Cutler in his aloofness and his sort of, oh, you know, it doesn't really give you a whole lot and, you know, kind of rubs teammates the wrong way and all this stuff. You know the one thing about Jay Cutler? 
He never gave the media anything. He gave him nothing. You got nothing from Jay Cutler. You heard some stuff, but you didn't hear anything from him. Aaron Rodgers has given you little pieces of information, and he's dropping little things here or there, and he's playing passive-aggressive, and he's being real vague. And the problem with that is when you don't complete the sentence, everybody completes your sentence for you. And that's what's happening. And if he thinks it was a big deal and it was a problem and an issue and annoying at the Kentucky Derby, wait until you're only in Green Bay talking to Packers reporters and Packers fans and that entire city after they found out that you no longer wanted to be a part of their community or their organization. This is just the beginning for Aaron Rodgers. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Obviously, the NFL draft just wrapping up. It's been a wild few days in the draft. We've got uh, more stories from the draft as they just wrapped up in Cleveland. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant is off the board. Everybody else is off the board. And now we await to see who gets signed as a free agent after the draft. And by the way, speaking of the draft, our draft coverage here on Fox Sports Sports Radio is all brought to you by NetSuite. You're still running your business on QuickBooks, more like quicksand. The bigger your company grows, the faster you sync with outdated software. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program. That's special financing at NetSuite.com slash draft. NetSuite.com slash draft. Coming up next, we are going to find out from a former NFL quarterback a current NFL analyst and a guy that watches these guys and studies the film and knows more about the quarterback prospects in this draft. We're going to find out which one is set up to fail, and we'll have that for you here on FSR. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. 
Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we are going to go in the gutter of Sports Talk Radio, literally in the gutter with David Gascon. Bottom of the hour, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, he is the opposite of the gutter. Uh, He is the great Bruce Gradkowski, former NFL quarterback, now an analyst for Pro Football Focus, always kind enough to to join us here on Fox Sports Radio. Bruce, uh, you got uh, just me. Uh, Bucky is uh, is a busy man during draft weekend, uh, so I hope uh, you can contain your excitement. You've got just me, a moron, talking football with you here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, brother, we, we hit it off. I'm not worried about that. You know, Bucky <laughs> big times us. It's all good. Exactly. You and I can hold it down. I, I, I totally agree. Listen, the, the first time Bruce and I, we had been, uh, you've been coming on the show for a while, uh, we just happened to bump into each other at the espresso machine, the espresso cart uh, at the Super Bowl Radio <laughs> Row in Miami, and I was like, "Bruce, like, yeah." I was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And it was, and, hey, and, we just... and we've already been working together for like months at that point. So like, <laughs> we, we, I, I never put like a face to a name, and you're just like, "Hey, man, what's up, Jonas?" I'm, I'm like, "Oh, shoot, dude, we talk every week." What's <laughs> <up>? <laughs> yeah, so it was. Now we uh, can have a coffee together, a little yeah, espresso. Ex- but that that was back when we were allowed to like hug and shake hands and all that stuff before uh, the oh. country fell apart. But you know, hopefully, we'll get back to those days uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, let me ask you this before we dive into the draft and just the now that we know where these quarterbacks are going, the Aaron Rodgers situation in Green Bay. Um, you know, the latest is he's unhappy that these reports came out. Uh, he acknowledged there is a riff uh, between him and the front office, but. You know, it's uh, it's it's one of those things where they've said they're not going to trade him. Reports say that he wants out of there. Then there was another report he wants the GM fired. Uh, where do you stand on this Aaron Rodgers issue in Green Bay, and how does it get solved? Man, it's just tough. You know, it, it's communication. We had uh, we had Andrew Brand on the other day, and he, you know, he was a part of that situation with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. He's the one that drafted Aaron Rodgers, and. So it's about communication. It's about, um, you know, handling different type of situations and bringing everyone together. I mean, it's, it's not going to be easy, and it shouldn't have been easy, especially when they took Jordan Love, you know. So I just think it's, it's been a few years now that this stuff has kind of just been boiling for Aaron Rodgers. And then when he watches the draft, and last year they take, what, Jordan Love in the first round, a bruising running back in the second round, not not like a pass-catching running back you know a bruiser first second down back and 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 this year they take a corner in the first round and so so you you kind of have to feel his frustration a little bit like he's feeling like man I am like at the prime of my career like I'm on the back end of my career right now I'm I'm the reigning MVP and you know he wants to feel like that you know and then when you have Jared Goff and Dak Prescott making more than him I think there's an issue there. I mean, because whether it's going to be a few years from now or what, when Green Bay, you know, moves on, this guy is the best right now. I mean, you're not just the MVP of the league because you got lucky. You know, I mean, he play, he's been playing solid football under Matt LaFleur, uh, and it looked like he was just having fun this year. So it's, it's kind of disappointing in a sense it got to this point, but it just seems like there's a real kind of – there's a barrier right now between him and management – and it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because it's, you know, it's tough, man. It's it's tough when you get to a point like this and 
you know, Aaron Rodgers being at the end of his career almost and, and being the reigning MVP. I mean, you don't want to be the guy in Green Bay that trades away Aaron Rodgers right now, I'll tell you that. Well, here's – and you know what's funny about this? So if this, if this ends up being – that Aaron Rodgers, you know, ends up going back to Green Bay, that Rodgers is going to be a part of the Packers organization moving forward after all this stuff that's come out, that's going to be kind of an awkward quarterback room with him and Jordan Love because now Jordan Love knows the truth. <laughs> I wasn't ha- Aaron Rodgers wasn't happy they drafted me and didn't talk to me about it beforehand. So it's going to be kind of awkward. You played for a lot of teams in the NFL. What was the most awkward or uncomfortable quarterback situation or dynamic, Bruce Gradkowski, that you dealt with as a player? Well, and I, I think last year was probably a little awkward too initially, you know, because it was it was known Aaron Rodgers was frustrated about that pick. And, you know, fans were. I mean, media was talking about it. So I, I think, yes, it, it, would, it would still be uncomfortable. It, it's just a tough situation right now because the the – Discord is between, you know, management and Aaron Rodgers. And, and I don't necessarily think it's a Matt LaFleur uh, thing or a coaching staff thing. Yeah. So it just seems Rodgers is, is, was having a good time. I think he operates well in that offense. I think LaFleur is a good coach. I mean, there's situations you could point out, but LaFleur's a young coach, an up-and-coming coach. And, um, you know, quarterback rooms for me, I was very fortunate uh, because when I got drafted, I went to Tampa. Chris Sims was there with me. Um, I, you know, Tim Rattay, Luke McCown. So we really, it was really a, a good room, you know, in a sense, right? I, I, there were, I was with some veterans that have been around. And, you know, and then from there, I kind of I had that mindset everywhere I was at. You know, it's kind of like, look, man, we're in this together. Yeah, we're competing. But at the end of the day, man, it's hard enough to play that position and how can you help one another? And especially like when I was help, uh, backing up Andy Dalton, you know, it was important for me to feel like, how can I play my role? How can I support Andy Dalton? Because it's not going to be perfect out there. There's going to be some tough plays. There's going to be some bad moments. How can I support him, though? Because everyone else around you maybe gives you a side eye or tries to crush you. So I really think it is important to have a strong room to support one another um, in the quarterback room. So I think right now in Green Bay, yeah, that's going to be tough. But I think, you know, Rodgers is the proven veteran. He is the reigning MVP. And it's just a tough situation. You know, I looked at, I, you know, I was thinking about it when this report first came out. I was actually on Sirius XM NFL radio on my show. And I was thinking to myself, I said, you know what? If you're going to trade him, like, they could have gave him to the Niners and got the number, you know, the third overall pick. Yeah. <laughs> And did what they wanted to with it and probably could have gotten more, could have gotten Jimmy G with it as well. So talk about like if you, there was a time, I felt like that was the time. And now it's like I, I really don't see them going anywhere right now, but they got to figure it out somehow. And, you know, sometimes money cures everything, Jonas. Yeah, just add a, add a little a little bit extra to the pot, and never you never know. Maybe he's uh, maybe he's happy. Uh, Bruce Gradkowski, former NFL quarterback, now an analyst for Pro Football Focus, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. All right, so now we know where the quarterbacks end up in the first round. I want to keep it focused on the first round here. Trevor Lawrence, not a surprise, goes to Jacksonville. Zach Wilson, not a surprise, it goes to the Jets. Then you had the Trey Lance move by the 49ers, which I think surprised some people. Justin Fields goes to the Bears after they trade up, and the Patriots don't have to move at all, and they land Mac Jones. Of those quarterbacks, which do you think is the best spot and best fit 
amongst guys drafted in the first round uh, on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting because I really do think all of them, it kind of worked out where they all went to uh, like a perfect situation for themselves. You know, we knew Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, top two, right? I think Robert Sala will do a great job supporting Zach Wilson. I think that offensive structure will help him. Um, Trevor Lawrence, same thing. I think Daryl Bevel is a good offense coordinator. I liked what he did with Matthew Stafford in the play-action pass game. I think that could help Trevor Lawrence play better, you know, play more consistent. Um, so I like the situation. Now, Trey Lance, yeah, I, I don't want to say I was surprised because when it came down to, to me, I thought it would be Mac Jones or Trey Lance. I thought just um, Trey Lance has that upside. You know, it was like high risk, high reward. Look, he hasn't played a ton. Um, from the from the sounds of it, he's an awesome kid. He's smart. Like from yeah. what I see on film, he could process things. He gets through progressions. So I saw him, you know, reading out plays and getting through progression type plays that you would see. And and he was operating under center as well. So I saw some really good things. And now he gets a pair up with Kyle Shanahan, one of the best offensive minds in the league. That he's sitting in a great position, and he gets, you know, he's behind Jimmy G. So it's not like he has to be forced into action. The only way he's going to play is if, you know, Jimmy G's not playing well, and he learns this offense faster than they expect. Um, you know, so I think that's a good situation. That Justin Fields, I mean, I think for Chicago to get another opportunity to go at this quarterback position, um, I, I think they're, you know, I think they're all in on this one and. I don't think it's a bad pick. I mean, I think for where Justin Fields was falling, he's big, strong, powerful arm, can throw the football downfield, post routes, go routes, and then he brings his athleticism to him. Um, I think that could be good. You know, I, look, Justin Fields still has to prove it to me, I think. You know, there's some things I'm kind of like I have some concerns, but I think with that defense there, you know, that division, I, I think he could be okay. And then Mac Jones. I mean, Mac Jones probably a little bit frustrated. I mean, Mac Jones ends up going where everyone kind of expected in the middle of the first round. But I think, you know, the offense he was in, a Nick Saban-style team, Bill Belichick-type team, I mean, it's similar locker rooms in a sense. And it was a similar offense. So I think Mac Jones walks into a really good situation. He's not going to get forced out into the action unless Cam Newton starts struggling, unless he he, – he, is operating the offense better than they expected. So I think it is a good situation for him because Bill Belichick doesn't expect a QB to just win you a bunch of games. He expects everyone to do their own job. So I think that's where Mac Jones excels at. So I was kind of, I was happy for how this um, shaped up. And, and, you know, with the Justin Fields thing, I think, look, I'm excited to watch it because I think for Chicago, it's a great pick. I think for Mac, uh, for Justin Fields, for, you know, that chip on his shoulder, he just seems to me he's a competitor, and I loved what he did in that Clemson game, and that's where I'm like, I'm very excited to watch uh, to see what he's able to do. Uh, he is Bruce Gradkowski, former NFL quarterback, now an analyst on Pro Football Focus. Before I let you go, Bruce, uh, what is, uh, what's the plan at the Gradkowski house? It is post-draft reaction day. I know it's a big day for you uh, with uh, Pro Football Focus, but what is the plan there for a Saturday evening at the uh, Gradkowski house? What do we got on store? What do we got in town? Man, man Jonas, I'll tell you what. You, you would have thought this wasn't draft weekend. My wife had her sister's wedding shower Friday night, so I had to watch the two boys. 
Uh, today we had my daughter Lily's communion. So we're doing that. I have my parents in town. Um, I just had to take down all the tables and chairs from the event. I mean, I'm, I'm out here grinding like, like father of the year type stuff, husband of the year. So, um, hopefully I get, you know, I get a a long-term extension, you know, from, from what I'm putting in this weekend. (laughs) No kidding. And also trying to deal with the draft stuff. So, uh, no, but my parents are in town, so it's good to have them around. We just ordered social my restaurant here in Toledo, and uh, man, I'm honestly about to kick back. My wife has another wedding shower tomorrow for her sister again, so I have the boys I have to figure out what to do with my three year old while I'm on a show for PFF Live. Uh, so I might just hand him my phone and let him watch YouTube for a while and. Hopefully he he's quiet for an hour or so. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and by the way, for the people uh, in, near and uh, in in and around the Toledo area, so the, your restaurant is called Social. So that's that's the Bruce Gradkowski restaurant. People need to go there and sh- show some love and support. What do you say, Bruce? Oh. Let's get people out there for God's sake. No, absolutely, brother. Social. I just crushed ba- our Baja fish tacos, salmon tacos. It's like, it's like my favorite coleslaw on a little uh, aioli sauce, oh, it's great. guacamole. I mean, it's. It's 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 good, man. Oh, it's dynamite. Good. All right, so go check it out. Bruce, you've earned yourself either a cocktail, an ice cream, or both based on what you've done so far this weekend. <laughs> we, we, we appreciate it, my man. We'll do it again next week. Awesome, brother. Have a good week. There he is, the great Bruce Gradkowski, uh, former NFL quarterback, analyst on Pro Football Focus, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Get him on Twitter, at BGradkowski5. Up next, we're going into the gutter, literally, the gutter of Sports Talk Radio. We're going to have it for you next. For all the latest, though, from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, say hello to the gas man, David Gascon. That's Commander David Gascon. You know what, man? (laughs) You. What's up, Gas? And what happens if he actually runs for governor of Texas and then wins? Oh, McConaughey? Yeah. I mean. He's a professor down there. Who the hell would want to run for office at any level? Our Terminator. I mean, I, I, that literally politics are so boring to me. I don't, I don't know how people are into it. I really don't. Like, uh-huh. I don't know how people sit and watch, you know, the political debates and I, like, I don't know. I literally know nothing about politics, and I feel like I'm a happier person for it. That's good. To be honest with you, it's good. Yeah, listen, you know, but, but let me tell you something. If I was going to vote somebody for governor of the state of California, it would be the tax man. No, it'd be Bucky Brooks. Oh, That's yeah, you're damn right, That's right, Bucky Brooks, Mister Multitask. Right. Mr. Multitask. I, I don't know if that would work here. Bucky's kind of tough. Bucky's tough love. He is? Californians aren't good with tough love. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Dave? <laughs> We're a little soft, so? man. You don't think so? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I don't know if you'd be doing good here. You do good like in Texas, Florida. In Texas? Bama. You think they're tough in Texas? Yeah, absolutely. Mm, got Boss know. Hog and Company down in Georgia and in Bama. <laughs> and, hey, Louisiana. Oh, oh, you'd be oh, good in a lot of different states. Yeah. Yeah, California, uh, but we need we need Pennsylvania a bit of that, uh, that 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 southern hardcore uh, youth that that Bucky Brooks grew up around. You I'm know, good with that, it. Yeah, just that. Uh, I mean, listen, you can say whatever you want about uh, you know Carolina barbecue, but listen, they make good, they make good people. I will say that they make good people. True that. I don't know why you have true that issues with Carolina barbecue. <laughs> you know what, okay, you know what it is. 
it's the mustard base. It's like they use they do something to their sauce, like Carolina it's, it's barbecue vinegar. sauce. Is it's that what it is? Vinegar base. Yeah, it's vinegar base, not mustard yeah. base. You out there hanging out? I don't know Louisiana or Mississippi. <laughs> like, we're not putting mustard. South Carolina man. barbecue. All right, like, vinegar. What base. Whatever. About? All right, that too. All right, vinegar base. Is that now? Is that the uh, type of barbecue they do? What is it called? The blue cup. Is that the uh, the name of the bar? Oh, that's uh, the not blue the cup? place. Is he, he's not here is the name of the place uh, you're talking about. He's not here. Blue cups. Yes. And, and they give you a blue cup there uh, in Chapel Hill. The 32 right. ounces. I thought you would appreciate that. Yeah. I, t- t- I know you like to hydrate. Yes. <laughs> the hydration and, station and right here's there. A, here's a little trick. You go double IPA in the 32-ounce cup. You're drinking four beers because wow. I an IPA is an eight ouncer, mm. yeah. and mm. so if you just have two of those blue cups, you can tell your better half, "Hey, I'm only having two beers." But little does she knows it's eight percent, and it's basically uh, a pennzoil inside a cup. And you just uh, you fire away t- a couple of those, get you a nice little buzz, and you're off and running, Bucky. Little trick here, tricks of the trade. You know, is this uh, is this Jonas Knox or Lita Lap? I'm just saying, if you uh-huh. wanted to live that lifestyle, not that I know anything about it, I'm just saying, if you wanted to live that lifestyle, you can do it. It's not that hard to pull off. Well, it sounds like you and Lita Lab have been roommates hey, for Lee, quite a you while. know what I'm talking about, right? When you start Double knowing the, the ABV percentage of your beers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah get the most bang for your buck. Yeah. Lee doesn't oh. drink alcohol. He uh, he actually injects it. Yeah, he snorts it. Uh, <laughs> snorts yeah. it. What does he, he do? Put it like in an ice box and then like freezes yeah. it up. Yeah. He chops it up and snorts it. Lee, Lee's like, yeah. Can I get a bottle of Jack Daniels? No. Can you pour it out on the bar and just hand me a straw? I'll figure it out from there. <laughs> a little ice luge. Yes. <laughs> Lee to left. Hey guys, uh, Kentucky Derby's over and done with. Essential quality is put to pressure. Hot Rod Charlie, right in behind the leaders, Flavian and Pratt, asking him to go now as they make their way to the top. Up in a stretch, Medina Spirit and Mandalone are stride for stride. Hot Rod Charlie and Essential Quality closing on the outside. The four of them come into the final furlong. Mandalone fighting for the front. Medina Spirit battles on. Hot Rod Charlie on the outside. Essential Quality on the far outside. The four of them coming to the finish in the Kentucky Derby. Here's the wire. Bob Beffert does it again. Medina Spirit has won the Kentucky Derby. I need that guy for Jonas's wedding night and honeymoon. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, uh, honeymoon got canceled. Her wedding should have been canceled. Look, and uh, everything else. Uh, listen, you know, you're living every, every, every day is a honeymoon for you. Sure it is. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. Listen. You, you don't you don't understand how much I dread commercial breaks, okay? <laughs> at least listen. At least you don't have some a hole producer in your ear named Sam. <laughs> Why do we got to take Iowa Sam out? He's not even here to defend himself. It's the best part about it. Yeah, he's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> Guys, uh, NFL drafts over and done with Grant Stewart, as you mentioned. Jonas is the uh, Mr. Irrelevant, two fifty nine to Tampa Bay. Uh, Major League Baseball, Cubbies beat the Reds 3-2. Astros, 3-1 winners over the Rays. Back to you guys. That term, Mr. Irrelevant, bothers me. Triggered? I don't want to call it anymore. I don't want to call it Mr. Irrelevant anymore. I think it's disrespectful. You know what else <laughs> bothers me? When you tell when they call uh, the technical producer of a radio show the board op, I think that's I think that's demeaning. I think they do it, yeah, to demean them a little bit. It's not, yeah, but it's not. If not for the technical producer. None of this is on the air. Yeah. They lit- literally, they are the pilots of the entire network, and none of it's on the air. And so when you call them a board op, it's like, like what are we doing here? Yeah, what, what, but know? it's different because you actually came from the the ground level to where you're at now, so you understand and appreciate it. Other well, guys, yeah, every, everybody should appreciate it. No, you, you know, know that. You know, like when you get the A-list celebrities, they look down on people, like mm. you know. 
you know, like, you know, we used to call Bucky and he wouldn't he'd put you right to voicemail, not acknowledge you, <laughs> put you in the spam oh, folder. Oh, listen, look, uh, like, I, I, I know my place, man. Like, it's, it's, it's just, you know, he's a busy guy. Man, listen, it's it's draft weekend. He's the star of draft weekend. Leave him alone. Dude. Yeah. I mean, do you have to pick a fight with everybody here? No, I mean, I, he I'm, does. I'm, he like he likes to just pick fights. It's great. Like, it's he just loves he loves that. Smoke. Hey, I'm not like, like Tom Berenger and Sniper here like you are on uh, Twitter. <laughs> You just fire at everybody. Well, um, no, listen, Bucky. Bucky has opinions, at. and people get upset about his opinions because they know it's coming from a, an actual credible source. If I if I were to say the exact same things Bucky does on social media, I would get one retweet, and it would be from me. Yeah. Like no, because nobody respects my opinion. They respect his opinion, and when they get upset about it, it's because the truth hurts. He's telling the truth. Yeah, Bucky Sorry. on Bucky on Twitter is like Tyson, Sotopopinski, and like super macho man rolled into one. Just <laughs> Yeah. Annihilating oh. everybody. Yeah. By the way, when's the last I've time you played? I've learned to embrace it. When's you the last time you played it. Mike Tyson's Punch Out? When's the last time you guys played Tyson's Punch Out? I don't know. Ooh, I haven't played in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. I couldn't beat. I I played it not that long ago. I couldn't beat the first Piston Honda. Oh, like, you literally. Suck. Like my reflexes have gotten worse the well, older I've gotten. Take off that pinky ring and you'll be all right. Oh, dude, what's a, come on, Dave. <laughs> that, that, that ties the whole outfit together. Come on. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, we will have uh, In the Gutter with David Gascon. Now, Dave, are you okay? Because uh, we are clock guys here. We care about the clock. You're what guys? butcher the clock. Oh. Uh, clock guys. Um, right. Yeah, the, uh, the, the L is evident in that term. Um, do you care if we uh, do In the Gutter with David Gascon coming up next segment? Yeah, Dave, I don't, I don't bail at any point during the show. I don't take the show off like uh-huh. Iowa Sam does. Um, I'm just uh, just want to make sure that's okay with you, uh, Andrew Brandt. Um, now, Andrew Brandt was he a general manager for a long time in, actually, in the NFL? He was actually the contract negotiator, the cap guy when I was in Green Bay. Okay, so he um, he's talked about this in, in years past, but he always you know tells this story after the final round of the draft and all the draft is done, and he did so uh, a few minutes ago on Twitter, in which he said he offered the last undrafted contract of the year to a player. He told the player the signing bonus would be $1,000. The player's response was, Mr. Brandt, I only have about $200, but I promise I'll bring the rest when I get there. I promise. (laughs) Because he didn't realize that he meant that Andrew Brandt was going to be paying him the $1,000. Yeah. Like that's like that. When you got your first contract as an NFL player, didn't that just land a little different? Like, wait a second, I'm getting paid for this now? Oh, it's crazy. You have no idea. You have no idea. Like, we can talk about this, but the reason why they are, like, it quietly went under the radar, they're expanding the way they play players. So they used to get paid over 17 weeks of the regular season. So every Monday you show up and you get the check. So you take your million dollars and divide it by 17, that's what you're getting on Monday. But you only get it during the season. So you go from the end of December throughout the offseason to September before you get another paycheck. And so if you can imagine those big paychecks hitting your direct deposit, like guys kind of get a false sense of what money is, they had to stop that because it's too big. It's like it's too much. It's too much to look at. It's too much. You get distracted. It's too much. <laughs> but the first time you got paid, though, oh. like think, think about it. You, you've been playing football at that point. When you got drafted, you're what, 22 years old? Something like that, yes. Yeah, 20. So you've been playing for, what, 15 years? Like yeah, since I was seven, yeah. Your whole life. For and free. now you're getting paid to do it. Oh. 
like just like do, do you like what was the first like and, and we've talked about like you you know you bought a couple of things and jerseys or you bought some outfits and maybe a chain or whatever and and there you know maybe you, a chain yeah maybe a couple of chains yeah yeah maybe a couple of chains but when you got that first check and it was like they're gonna pay you to do something you love that you've been doing for free your entire life that that had to be just uh, like, weird to think about yeah it's it's a different thing man it's 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 such a different um deal you know and you can imagine being young and dumb and not really knowing what to do with cash and money and that's why you see all those things and hopefully for most people hopefully you play long enough to kind of mature and kind of understand what you're dealing with because it's like fantasy land it's like living in la la land it's crazy man a lot yeah, of time I, on your hands. I, I couldn't imagine that, man. I, I was Rest a bar. I was a bar. I was a bar back at TGI Fridays at 22 years old. If I made 80 bucks in a night, it was gone in an hour. Like I was, I was gambling. I was drinking. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine what a signing bonus would would have done to me at 22 I mean, years old. At least you were bar back. I was a. I was a dishwasher at Applebee's. So oh, listen, that was I dabbled in dishwashing. <laughs> I mean, I I, you know? Washing dishes. <laughs> cleaning at the back Applebee's. Room and- Man, at Applebee's. Jones, you've come a long way because you talk about being a barback, man. You remember how you used to feel at the end of the shift, like oh, how you're... grimy and greasy? Oh, the the uh, and your the lower back hurt, um, the your Ugh. feet feet hurting, uh, like your feet wet. Are constantly just, wet because uh, yeah. You, like it's I mean, yeah, it's just a rough gig, rough gig all the way around. Uh, all right, he's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we're going to go in the gutter of sports talk radio, literally, and it's yours here on FSR. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in about 10 minutes from now, uh, stick around. It is Brian No, Ephraim Salam, who will be on the airwaves here on FSR. They'll have all the latest on the Aaron Rodgers drama and news and notes from the NFL draft that just concluded a short time ago. Right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show called this. News. News. He only finds the best stories. I got a news flash. Who the hell are you? It's in the gutter with David Gagon. And for that, we turn it over to the gas man himself, David Gascon, to find out what's happening. Dave? Oh, boy. Um, I guess we can go a little light to start things off. How about this, guys? We'll go over the pond a little bit. A 22-year-old man uh, went into a McDonald's in England um, a couple months ago and uh, didn't want uh, anything necessarily from the uh, from the rack. He wanted something from the register. So he proceeded to rob a McDonald's and steal about 50 pounds from it. Obviously, it's in the UK. Um, headed over to the manager's uh, desk, pulled out an imitation firearm, put it to the head of the uh, manager, and asked for Chicken McNuggets in the process of robbing the McDonald's. No Chicken McNuggets were available considering the fact that it was at 7 o'clock in the morning. So he said, I'll stay and wait for a double sausage McMuffin uh, before I bolted. How about that? Wait, hold, wow. hold on a second. So he, he took the money first. Yeah. Asked for the chicken nuggets second. Yeah. And then settled for the breakfast sandwich third. Yes. All right. The only the only reason you want chicken nuggets that early in the morning is because you're either bombed or hungover, correct? Yeah, that's true. Like that sounds like about the worst thing you could have in the morning, chicken nuggets. I don't eat breakfast. I don't eat before like two or three p.m. to begin with. Yeah. But the first thing in the morning I want is definitely not chicken nuggets. So clearly it was intoxicated, correct? Yeah. Had to be. It's got to be. Got to be. That's just weird. A little different out in the UK. Uh, Speaking of going over the pond, how about this locally in Hawaii? Guys, uh, travel has increased. Obviously, the uh, 
the rejuvenation of the country is coming back in fold. And because of that, tourism has increased. Rental cars right now in Hawaii have gone on an average of over $600 per day. Jesus. In fact, Toyota Camrys are being rented out last month, $722 a day. Jesus. So guess what people are doing in lieu of that? They're renting U-Hauls that are $20 a day. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> Guys, they've taken on inquiries and rented U-Haul trucks instead of that for $20 a day. <laughs> just over $80 for a four-day period because they can't pay that kind of cash for a little Camry. Hey, you know what, man? Oh, That's actually brilliant. That, that is a brilliant <laughs> idea. That, that, now, that is how you circumvent the system there. Yeah. Uh, good for them, man. I'd, I'd, I'd roll around in a U-Haul. That'd be fun. <laughs> No? Talk about a booze cruise, a mobile Damn booze right, cruise. Man. Do the show in the back of a U-Haul. I think it would be a ratings bonanza here on FSR. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.